Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. Bo, is that you? Did you burp to start us off? Yeah. Oh, I did. all right. Get to I be felt a... it coming and I decided, let, let me see how quickly I can do this before he starts the music. It's like a challenge. <laughs> My gosh. I didn't want it to be on the actual show, though. Hopefully it's not no, on the show. It, it, yeah, don't worry about it. It's not, uh, it's going to, you know. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't worry one bit. You'll never hear about it again. Anyway, hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's uh, There Will Be Dungeons, and we're here to play D&D, and we're very excited about it. Our DM burped to start us off, and so now we uh, go ever forward, never backward, into a brand new adventure, not really, a continuing adventure known as There Will Be Dungeons, which uh, we'll get to in a second. Before that, though, we like to do a couple of things at the top of the show. One is to read an email, and I'm going to read this one here. This came to us from listener Brady Swenson, who says this, Hey, TWBD crew, I just wanted to say that I can't believe I've stuck around with you guys since you left Dust Hill to begin your journey. Met many characters that come to mind, such as Softhead, Hillmaster, Bok Bok, Pod, Omnom, Diptak, and the list goes on. I tune in each week knowing that each episode is going to be an excellent one. It's crazy how much Nash, Hope, Stanley, and Varel have changed uh, in good ways. Good, great character development, and everyone is a badass in their own way, including the amazing DM, of course. Thanks for taking me on this adventure with you guys, and I'm excited to continue it on. Keep up the great work from Brady. Well, Brady, that was very nice. Thank you for that uh, email. Now, since his was just a big, broad compliment and so nice to hear, I thought I'd throw one in that has an actual question. And this one came to us from Chad, who says, I love your show. It thrills me every week to see it drop in my podcast app, but I have two questions. Number one, where do pod people get access to the early Q&A episodes? And my answer to that is, I hadn't thought of it. So time to think of it. I don't know what I... I'm going to make some kind of resource for you so you can get all the old ones. Because in my head, I'm thinking... Oh, you just join and off they come as they come out. But I forgot about archives. I didn't really think of archives. Actually, the archives are in the regular feed. So you can get those. They're no longer exclusive. I think I just figured it out in my head just now. Go to the regular podcast feed, the one you're already getting our show on. And you'll notice that a week later, those show up anyway. So any of you who haven't gotten up to this point, they're already on the feed. Anything you get in the future as a pod person comes a week early to you. There you go. Solved. Number two. Bo, here, this is for you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought maybe you'd burp in agreement that you were ready. No? No, no, no. I'm done with the lack of professionalism. <laughs> Whatever. Made for a better show. Here we go. Bo says, or he says this to Bo. Bo, what are the rules in D&D regarding recipes and regents? I think Nash should study his back guano to make something that would make him have a free cast of Fireball. I think one of the future Nashes said this, that this was possible. I really think that the back crap should become something important because, remember, you can't spell dungeons without dung. Thanks so much. Keep up the great work. Chad, a pod person from Kentucky. Well, thanks for your support, Chad. So, Bo, I'm, can, can any of that happen with bat poo or otherwise? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, in 5th edition D&D rules, um, all, there's a portion of spells that require material component. Some of them uh, have a gold cost associated with it. For example, you might need a thousand dollar diamond or thousand gold piece diamond before you can, I don't remember which spell it is, cast a spell. Spells without a gold cost can be circumvented by having a, an arcane source or a holy relic, depending on your class, so that you don't have to use it. So Fireball, I believe, actually requires as a material bat guano to cast. Oh, I so think you're right. So this is a useful reagent 
um, for uh, for Nash. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for him, I think he has that glowing ball, and he's got his. I think we retconned. You have your staff now. I'm yeah. not sure what the status of the staff is. We retconned it, yeah. But he has two arcane sources that we're aware of. It means he doesn't need to use it, and that's sort of up to you as a player whether you want to make it's more fun to play with reagents or just to have an arcane source uh, in your hand. Most of the time, arcane sources do not do damage, so they're taking up a wielding spot for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you're, uh, you know, I like giving, I gave them a pile of items. I think he's got his cigarettes still, and you still have that duffel bag, uh, the go bag full of random crap. Oh, yeah. I, and I still, I still absolutely have the cigarettes because every time something comes up that I think, ooh, what could I use cigarettes for? It hasn't quite happened yet, but they're there, and I look at them every week lovingly and longingly. I mean, to be fair, cigarettes aren't really used for anything except. To enable addiction. Except so, for I mean, story <laughs> points. I want a good story point to whip those out. But you you know? might meet a guy who's really jonesing for a cigarette, so you never know. Yeah, you never uh, do. But yes, good good, good comment nonetheless, but there is use for the bat guano. Yes. But Nash likes to use it to throw on people. <laughs> so, Look, you get what you get. You have what you have. Nash is, is no different. Uh, big thanks, Chad, for your email. Thank you, Brady, as well. If you'd like to send us a message, go to the website. There will be dungeons.com. Click the contact link and you're in. All right, a quick uh, note about uh, this week's tea from phoenixpearltea.com is a bit of a, uh, a throwback to, or not throwback, it's a shout-out to everyone's favorite vehicle, the Fate 4. Uh, Bo is drinking it. Fate 4 is now dust. Yep. Is gar- p- I do a live pouring on the show, so mm-hmm. this is, here it goes. Can you guys hear it? Yeah, I'm watching it steep into uh, the... It doesn't really make sound, but it, it goes into the... The unit the there. Oh, it's real pitch black here. It looks like tar. Well, it's like, like Fate you would 4. find in a vehicle. Like oil, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't drank the fate for yet, but I've heard from some listeners. I put sugar in this already, so. All right, give it a shot. What do you like? What, tell us what you like there. Is it good? Oh, it's good. Is it? It's earthy and spicy. It's got a sweet flavor, but I put sugar in it, so that might be that. <laughs> that's a good theory. That's a pretty good theory. All right. I also have the taste of pepperoni in my mouth, so it's affecting it a little bit. <laughs> We have talked about this pepperoni, both. We have. I only had two. I only had two. <laughs> only two. I had to miss a show. We, we had to delay a show because of pepperoni. I gave myself heartburn. That one time, we they're this long, right? Like a big thing this long? No, no. I had these little ones. Oh. I only had okay. two little snacks. They're really small. I'm, I'm being moderate with my pepperoni eating now. Because in the States, you're only allowed to eat a Slim Jim like once a year or else you're going to die. So just be careful with those, will you? Don't worry about <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, all right. Uh, PhoenixPearlTea.com. Fate 4 is delicious. Yes. Go get yours there. PhoenixPearlTea.com slash TWBD. You can get your own teas, that version of that tea, and many others that are available there. They're also linked on the website at ThereWillBeDungeons.com. All right. Uh, that's going to do it. Oh, toward the end of the show, I'll remind people how they can be a pod person. You heard this mention from both Brady and Chad. I'll tell you all about it. So stick around until the end of the show. Now, as is tradition... I pass it over to Kristen, who will now break down what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, Varel fast-footed from the Fate 4, hoping to herd the hunter, but the reaction was remiss. The mighty monster mangled the machine before marching after its mark. Varel tricked the terror into tripping into the teeming trench Nash had tilled, dealing it a dreadful deluge of damage. Nash flung a fireball, and together they terminated the T-Rex. Pharrell, as an apology for the fate of the Fate Four, raised a rickshaw from the remains of the routed rival, but curtailed his courtesy when he counted creeping lizardmen crowding in, camouflaged by the continued cascade. A flash. A figure. 
a foreboding. Descending from the dreary, drifted, a tentacled terror, talking telepathically, he first fished for hope, surrender her city, and secure the seized Syrah. No deal was dealt. All attempted to admonish the adversary with ammunition. Sadly, though, Follow and his friend felt the frigid fingers of failure. The invader then invited them to instigate inimitically at Kervalon before crashing them into a copse of corrupted crops, each exposing eyeballs. As Varel fought to fatigue and Nash dueled as a dragon, Hope and Stanley interred the inanimate until Nash nagged enough that he was molded into a muttering mouse who chirped for cheese. Following a reviving rest, they trekked until they were taken in by a tiny town squatted by skeletons. They consented to a scan that supposedly helped them home, and were rewarded with a runic ride that warped the woods, whisking them swiftly to the confines of Kervalon. Now rejoin our heroes as they deal with a demonically deluded disputant. What secrets about Dilopopio will they discover in the city? Can they find and free the little elf girl? And what other animals can Stanley turn his team into? Stay tuned for today's adventure in the wide world of The Wastes. work as always frigid fingers of failure mm. oh, can i steal that for a podcast go oh, for of it of course you can <laughs> maybe we'll title this one that that's pretty good frigid fingers of failure i'm gonna write it down all right well, we begin this week it's pitch black and you hear a guitar <laughs> the lights come up and hope you are in dust hill oh okay you're walking among the huts. In front of you, with his back to you, is a long-haired, short little gnome. He turns and looks up at you and says, Come this way. And then turns around and begins walking towards the side of the canyon of Dust Hill. Oh my god, what did I do? The side of Dust Hill. <laughs> I'll follow. Okay, you, f- you follow along, uh, cutting through um, the huts of Dust Hill. And there are people there. You see a woman with a cloth on, washing her clothes on a washboard. A little bit of water coming out. And as you are about to turn the corner and head in the direction of the canyon wall, a large lizard folk. Bronze. The giant slab of meat over his shoulder. Bounds the corner. Make a dexterity save, please. Oh. 16. Okay. You just almost bump into him and then sort of jump out of the way and look back at him. Varela Tiefling has jumped out around the corner of you. You're in Dust Hill selling meats. Would Varel do anything noticing this? No. No. Common for people to be in my way. So the lizard folk continues walking. Uh, not having noticed you, you sort of spin around, turn back, and see Softhead is down the the sand corridor between huts, almost disappeared from view. Cool, I'll jog a little to try and catch up. All right, you jog a bit and try and catch up. And eventually, you get to the face of a giant rock wall that's inside. Remember, Dust Hill's built inside of this enclosed mountainous area, and the garage is built into the side of the mountain and you see two large garage doors built into it. And inside you hear rear, rear, of air-compressed equipment. Rear, rear. 
And then Softhead turns around and looks up at you and says, If you would like to make yourself useful, perhaps you can ask Jimster here if he has something that you can do for him. You said you liked vehicles, right? Yes. Well, go on in. Uh, before I do, I'll look down at my uh, left hand. Is it robot hand still, or is it... It's a flesh hand. It's Ooh. your normal hand. Cool. Uh, Hope will kind of look at it for a little bit and nod its soft head and go into the garage. All right, and as you go into the garage, you see a guy in blue overalls inside of what appears to be some kind of a Camaro. His head stuck in the hood, and you see the arm, the back of the arm is like, reep, reep, reep. He's sort of putting bolts in, you think, with an air compressed uh, drill. Doesn't, um, ex- doesn't excuse me? Holy shit, boom! And he hits his head on the top of the hood and then drops the drill inside. <laughs> oh! Oh, my! You're. That's a very pretty color skin you got there. That's wild. Uh, th- thanks. I uh, I just came into town and I work on cars. And Softhead said this was the place to go. Holy shit! You work on cars? Yeah. You don't look like you work on cars. Well, you don't look like you work on cars either. But here we are. <laughs> oh, that's too true. <laughs> and spits. And he goes to the workbench, takes a rag, starts cleaning his hands. But it's still covered in oil, like it's like white skin. But then, as it reaches his wrists, it's like ta- you're not tattooed, but just tainted black uh, from oil, from years, sweat, bronzed, suntan skin. Puts a right hand out and says, "I'm Jimster. Nice to meet you." Cool. Hope will hold out her hand and shake it. I'm Hope. So you like fixing cars, huh? Yeah. What kind of experience you got? Uh, motorcycles, uh, cars like this, about. Um, five years. Shit, where'd you get a motorcycle? Long story. Did you bring it with you? Do you have one? Not with me, no. Oh, I'd love to ride on a hog again. Damn. Maybe one of these days we'll find one. So what do you like to do? What can you do? What can you fix? Uh, everything. Just point me in a direction and I'll work. He sort of peers at you. He's like, all right, I got something to show you. Come back here. He makes his way towards the back of the garage, and you see a large cloth covering a, a box-shaped thing. He walks up to the to this thing, and he goes, check this out. And he lifts up the, the canvas, and he throws it back, and you see the Fate 4 with regular tires on it, looking like a state of disrepair. He says, I found that out a few months back. And I've been working on this thing so we can get transportation to nearby settlements and finally get some, I don't know, something interesting in this town. You think that's something you could fix up? Yeah, I think it's something I could do. And he points over to some tires over in the corner. He's like, check out those bad boys. See, what I'd like to do is maybe get the, that onto that. And that way, you know, we won't get stuck in any sand pits. Make good time out there. That's a great idea. Why don't you get in? Give it a, see how it feels. Hope will 
kind of, she's reliving this memory. She knows how it's supposed to go, and so she'll get in. And she'll put her hand on the, the wheel. Door. You see the fade for it smells musty, hasn't been cleaned. It's got thick grease all over everything. It's probably been sitting in the desert for years, if not longer. Uh, you make your way to the front. You see the seat there. None of your modifications are in the vehicle. Just a regular old RV. Go on in, sit down. Right, Hope will kind of lovingly touch everything she walks by right. and, and I, go sit in the driver's seat. And as you sit down, you feel a faint wind brush around your, your hair. He's like, if you don't mind, I'm going to play some tunes. Hope will nod <laughs> quietly. She kind of remembers he, things. He gets on in and he gets to the radio and he's got, he pulls out of a pocket like a tape cassette puts the tape cassette. He's like, watch this magical thing. It's called a cassette player. And presses play on it, and you hear uh, not that song. Oh. <laughs> long may you run. Long may you run. Although these changes have come. With your chrome heart shining in the sun. Long may you run. And then it sort of fades into this dreamlike state. And then you're jolted awake and you're in the ghost carriage, running at 100 miles per hour, eyeball trees splitting open in front of it. And what jolts you awake is the carriage. And Stanley Nash and Pharrell, you're all there. You didn't see any of this. The horse begins to get a kick. <laughs> <laughs> he makes that sound and then <laughs> it's, it's, it's starting to buckle and buck who was driving the horse again i thought it was varel it was stanley no, me yeah okay the horse is beginning to kick and go wild all right i'll start slowing things down a bit you try to slow things down and the horse does not respond to your command in fact it begins moving up just straight up in a line and you start going straight up into the sky and you leave the tree line and then a giant gaping mouth opens up in front of you and the horse finally slows to a still you're floating in the emptiness of outer space starfield from all directions the horse and the carriage floats in the middle of space is there air? You are breathing. Man. What fresh what hell is, is this? <laughs> I I don't know what I'm doing up here. Clearly. <laughs> And as you as you consider what's going on and look around, in front of you, slowly dissolving, shining in little sparkles of blue and of copper, a dragon appears. But it's not a dragon. It looks ephemeral, ghost-like. You can see through it, translucent. It's as if energy took form, and it was in the form of a dragon. And as it moves around, there's like these trails that it leaves. It's sort of hurt. There's this distortion to the way it looks. 
It expands out, lifts his chest up, rears his head, looks down. Mortals, it says. And then it pauses. Yes? You have come in your world's hour of need. We have? You are who I've been waiting for. Kazdejre, I sense you here. Yet I do not see you, though I can feel you. Who? Kazdejire. I don't know if anyone has that name here, says Nash. You. The dragon takes a big sniff of the cart as it lowers its head and looks. You. You are Kaz Desire. Who? You. Me? Yes, you. I'm going to do one of those, like, and then look behind me and, like, make sure he's pointing at me. <laughs> no one's ever called me that before. What is this? You bear her scent. A girl? Bear her energy. Yes, a girl. Explain yourself. You explain. I smell like a How lot of things. Has I'll look at my team, my my fellow adventurers in just disbelief. I don't know what he's talking about. Or I, it. Is that does your dragon form have a name? No, it's just Nash Magard of the Solar Mines and Dragon Dragon form. I don't have another name. I don't know what this is. You, you, you might look at the item name for a hint. Oh. What about the hat that you got? Wait, let me go look at it. I haven't actually looked at it since I got it. A year ago? Oh, is that how you say that? Kaz <laughs> Dejire. Yeah, it's... I'll look down and go. I have a little thing written on my arm like a tattoo. Oh, yeah, right! It's... Kaz Dex Hyray, hey. <laughs> but I've never said it right before. I didn't know that's what the word was. How do you know this name? Tell me, abomination. How do you bear her mark? I do not see it upon you. It's in here, and I puff out my chest and go, right here. And the dragon's eyes slit. So it is. You carry her essence. And who, she does not reject you, Abomination. Who is it? Who are we talking about? Who's her? Kazdejire. She is a great dragon. Was a great dragon. In her time. But time is short. You are those of your world who've arrived here. With the last of my summoned energy. I speak with you, 
Ubvex seeks to destroy your planet by bringing his own to this world. I see no others of your kind here. It's just the four of us. And what purpose brings you here? And the horses, if you count them. Feel free to speak we're, up, you guys. Stanley, help me out. We're here to save a little girl. That's why we're here. Yes. Yes, there is a small mutant child below. I sensed her. But now you say that our purpose here is to prevent the summoning of another world? For reasons unknown to me, Jolopopio has taken an interest in your planet. He has sent his worms and his underlings everywhere to seep into every crook and crevice of this planet. And he has found an ancient device beneath Kervalon. I came to stop him and was taken by surprise. I hurtled to the surface of your planet and perished. I was brought here. And with the last of my energy, I maintained this form to deliver what information I could to those of your planet who would save it if such heroes existed. You are those heroes. I mean, I suppose I'm not overly attached to this planet, but I'd like very much to stay on it. You suppose? Where is your sense of purpose? Are you not here to save your planet? Yes. You. Who are you? I rule over Tiet Kala. I'm here to drive back Dolopopio and his forces. Yes. And the wings flap. <sighs> the device beneath Kervalon was built by the humans in a time before the scorching when we came en masse to seal the planet. They built this machine to transport this planet to another place in the cosmos. Yes, the whole of the planet. Our attack at that time was relentless and furious, and we wished to leave no survivors. In an act of desperation, they created a machine whereby they could transport the planet away and buy time to build new defenses. Dolopopio has found this machine. By virtue of the general he has sent here, Uveyex, 
his great wizened world. You head there now, and I must implore you. You must stop him if you wish to save not only your world, but the very fabric of the cosmos. The demons cannot be allowed purchase into this world. Even now, Uvex brings his realm to this one. You've seen the trees. You've seen the rain in your wasteland. These are not of your world. These are of Uvex's realm. He brings his world to your world to corrupt it eternally. You will be my avatars, my avengers. You will end him. Does he have any weaknesses or anything? We, we tried, but nothing worked on him. They are lords of madness. The only weakness it has is a strict adherence to rationality. Be logical. Be wise. Sturdy your mind against the visions you see. Pauses for a moment to allow you to let the information sink in. Hope will be wondering to herself that uh, were we really the best ones for this? (laughs) (laughs) You want to say it out loud, though? Start this machine. How do we stop it? Should it be destroyed? Can anything be done? The machine is powering as we speak. The light you see emanating from Carvalon brings with it doom. I do not know how this machine functions. It is a creation of man and demon. Destroy it however you see fit. But you must do so quickly. Even now, Ubvex uses my corpse to birth Dolopopio into your world. When he is done, he will use the mutant girl to inhabit her and manifest himself on your plane. I will answer what I can to arm you for your journey. And when I am done, these will be my last words in this realm. For I live no more. Where is your body? It fell to the earth someplace and was brought here to Kervalon. It rests below in Uvex's lair. Great dragon, you honor us with this information. I fear I must ask a greater boon of you. My companions here are defended by demons and those that were not were instantly destroyed at the hands of the general would you can you offer me your blessing so I might fight Uvlex truly she looks upon you and says 
Welpling, you are strong for one of your kind, and you bear the mark of one stronger than I. The god-killer Grosjil rests within you. I have no blessings to give, as my form is dead. The last of my energy is here. I wish you luck in your wars to come. But these words will be my last. If you have any questions on what I may know, I will answer them. And then I move on to another realm. As your servant, do you desire a retribution of a certain style upon your captors? Smite them all with the greatest of strength. Ensure that no piece of them lives. If you cut it in two, slice it in four. If you slice it in four, slice it in eight. Make as many pieces as you can and then burn them with dragon fire. Do you know of a back way, a secret entrance into Cavalon? There is no secret entrance into the rune. The only way through, I believe, is to the front entrance. Your fight will be hard. The Mind Flayer's thralls are many. And he is not the only one. His cabal is with him. The little girl, is she uncorrupted? Is she safe? Is she still alive? I do not know. I simply know their intent. They are going to use her for her, her gene soup. Does that have anything to do with the time barf? Time barf. Oh shit, if you don't know, never mind. You speak of traversal through the time dimension. I think. That is not something your kind is able to do. Well... I know two guys who can do it. Then it is a destiny I have no knowledge of. <clears throat> a gust of air sort of blows out and steam from her nose. If we banish Dolopopio, will all of the worms die and free those infected? The demon lords are immortal. They cannot be slain. That is why they cannot be allowed purchase into this world. You must bar the door and do so quickly or else this planet is doomed. It will not be the place you know. It will be filled with demons and from here they will launch their invasion to the rest of the cosmos. Does anyone else have any other questions? Everyone's <laughs> 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 very quiet. I have none. No. I don't know where to go from here. Mm. Hope's just sitting there quietly contemplating. Rest now, great one. We will fulfill this deed. 
fulfill this quest or suffer doom eternally. If we fail, now, it's all of us who fail, right? Dragon. Oh, sorry. What's that? I was going to say, if we no, fail, ahead. I'll say this to him. If we fail, are, are we doomed eternally? Or if we fail, all life is doomed eternally. All life is doomed eternally. All right. Well, somehow that's Yours better. Yours doubly so, because oh, you oh, will rest shit. with the knowledge that you could have done something, but did not. All right. I just like to know the stakes. Save your world. And with that, the dragon dissipates. And then the horse dips back down. Down is relative, but it feels like it's going down. You're right. in outer space. Right. And then the gateway opens up. And you're now plummeting straight down into the forest. And it just goes top speed. And then just as you're about to hit the ground, the, the horse doesn't quick L. Everyone's stomach turns and you get that sharp feeling like when you go down a steep hill. And then you're back through the trees. And the horse continues moving to Caramelon at breakneck magical speed. Swinging through the trees, bending the trees, and the eyeballs all kind of look around and they're like, or they kind of go like this as you race on by. And then as you approach what appears to be castle ruins atop a small hill, the horse slows down to a halt and drops you outside of Caraplon. The horse and the carriage disappear and you float gently into the ground in the forest of eyeballs with the rain torrential rain coming down well that was weird friends I have not known such joy in all my life <laughs> to be gifted a quest of such importance by a dragon god I am filled with joy Well, I'm happy for you, Varel, but um, this is certainly a pressure situation. I wasn't anticipating everything riding on this. Can we do it? How do you question your greatness at this time? You are blessed. We are all blessed to defeat this foe. There is no other. And it falls to us. You are aware we get to siege a castle and defeat a astral being this day. It just feels yeah. like we're a little uh, uh, outnumbered. Like we're not. I would have it no other way. Uh, I see you like that sort of stuff, but just by the math, this. This may not end well. I mean, you you see death as perhaps uh, death in battle as glory, but some of us see it as inconvenient to life. So I'm concerned that we don't have what we need to do, what needs to be done. 
And I don't want to be critical, but I'm going to put a little note here saying, like, D&D, you will constantly outnumbered and outgunned. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying, there's not going to be a scenario where it's only one dude versus the four of you all the time. Yeah, but it's not going to so. be. But then again, it's ne- Nash is never going to go, like always in these situations. There, are... Yeah, but can't you be like, oh, I've got fireballs. I'll just mess them up. No problem. I don't know. Nash is I'm, just, a... I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, letting you guys know you're level eight. You got lots of spells now and stuff. Guys might feel. Uh, you guys might not be that scared. I feel well, like we're having the level Stanley, one conversation. Stanley, in my mind, is is weighing our victories to our defeats, and there's really it's kind of lopsided. In the in the not way of ever of us coming. You've defeated every monster you've come across. No one's died in a year and a half that we played. I'm just saying, you guys, if you guys want to feel cocky, you can. I'm gonna give you license if you feel like you shouldn't have license. Now that's dangerous. The DM should not encourage talking. <laughs> I mean for role play. I don't mean like I'm, I walk, I listen into the room. There's 20 people. All right, I go in alone and just say, be smart about combat. I will try and kill you, but you can, you know, you don't have to be scared necessarily. I'm just saying, Varel is very into it, and you can, you can take that on. I All feel right. like it's probably it's time to go home. Well, it's good because <laughs> I'm like, I feel I feel bad. I'm like, I made a very dangerous adventure. Everyone's like, mm, it was dangerous. Let's go home. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say because uh, he wasn't done. Nash would have followed this up by saying, but I would follow Varel into the fiery depths of hell itself. So if you think we can do this, fine. No. Oh. There's no time for hell. My glorious death will be another day. The entire world depends on our victory here, and I will have no other. I gave my word, and I intend to keep it. We see this through, we come out the other side, and we don't lose someone else to these demons. Hope? Uh, you you guys look over and Hope's hair is it's drenched. She's soaked to the bone because of this rain, and she's not looking very happy. And she's just gonna look at you guys and say, "We should probably find a way in." <laughs> there is no gray left in this town. In this keep, we will find no innocence. All can be destroyed, and that does not bring you joy. Your guns don't hunger for the blood of enemies, Hope? Oh, I never said I wasn't excited. I just want to get inside. (laughs) Fair enough. You're all damp. (laughs) (laughs) I like uh, Hope's motivation. She's like, I'll kill anything. I'm just wet. wet. (laughs) I just need to be dry. Thank you. I love it. Then let us proceed in. And find comfort in shelter before the killing begins. So lightning strikes the air, lighting things up. And you see the outline of the ruins of Kervalon in front of you. You think you make out, when you look up and sort of look around, see it, uh, one or two figures atop the ramparts of the ruins. 
then it darkens back down and you're again in the forest of eyeballs. One of the tree eyes goes lowers down, looks near you, Vorel. Wait, isn't there a pillar of light that would be illuminating, or is it like self? There, there is a pillar of light, but it, the light actually causes things around it to be darker because the, it doesn't illuminate; mm -hmm. rather, sort of blinds a little bit. It's a very intense beam that enters from the sky down into the keep, which you can't see where it hits because it's behind walls. Very well. well. What I will do as uh, you sort of look around the general area, uh, you know, there's nothing, nothing to dis uh, distinguishing about the forest itself. But as you look towards the keep area, you can make out um, certain features of the wall. And in roll twenty, I've delivered unto you a new map. Hmm. You are not on the position located. I've just put your pieces there for convenience. But as you look out onto the keep walls, you notice there's several figures in the form of what looks to you guys as lizard folk, although you can't make out their details, atop the ramparts of the keep. Do we see this opening here that is apparent on the map? Yes, you see that there is a front entrance way. Cool. About how high up are the walls? Mm, roughly 30 feet. All right, I'll point out the entrance to my companions. We do su stop the summoning of a dark deity. You all know my plan. Time is of the essence. Uh, Bo, quick clarification. Is it all chunked out like this in black? Or am I seeing it wrong? Yeah, it's fog, fog of war. Okay, okay. Uh, you should be seeing like the surrounding area only. Okay. Just making sure, because I'm trying to show people. Yep, yeah, there's a black chunk there. That's intentional. There we go. Okay. All good. Well, what what method of uh, entry do you propose? Do we go charging in? Do we try to sneak our way in? Perhaps the better question is, how do we intend to kill the general and perhaps the god himself? Well, we know that magic seems to have a hard time finding purchase against it. So we're going to probably have to rely on physical means. It's mm -hmm. all for naught if we can't get inside the building, though. It seems to me that stealth would be the more prudent approach. I'm all for guns blazing and the typical sort of Varel approach, but perhaps that's a mistake here. Very well. And we'll go as far as we can with the stealth approach. So what you do notice from a terms of a stealth approach is that it's an open clearing. There's a, about 30 feet of clearing between the tree line and the keep. 
and that the uh, yeah and those two so those are guards there posted those uh, along the top of the ramparts you can see that they're the outlines standing completely stock still of lizard folk you see their silhouettes atop they also appear to be carrying combat rifles although you can't make them out but the way that their bodies their one arm is shoulder up other arm has an under thing on it might be strapped over their shoulder whatever they're carrying but the guards standing motionless appear to have a silhouette of lizard folk and are carrying some kind of rifle weapon atop the ramparts from what you can tell us I didn't hear that I can't answer that for you what did Hope say? I missed (laughs) it are they even alive? oh you can't answer that Bo? They are thralls. Can't you? Can, what you see is outli- the outline of lizard folk. What appears to be holding pulse rifles. This is a uh, kingdom top. of the lizard folk. It could just be statues, yeah. Yeah, it could be. How do we check? Or the worms have no need for motion, no need to grow bored. They are attached to their master, are they not? But when did we ever see an infected person just standing there? We don't know much about the infected. We can throw a rock and see if they move. I feel like that's a real good way to give up any possibility of surprise that we might have. If we're going to go in and attract attention, I say we do it big. Is there a way we could attract attention somewhere else away from the entrance? Draw them over. Do you doubt me? Never. I would like nothing more to, than to address this keep directly. If you all wish to sneak in in the background, I am all for it. Oops, sorry. My mic. I think we go in on the back of a dragon. But yes. <laughs> I like to see him put out, but I'm not. I would totally do that. Mechanically, do we have exhaustion levels still for the dragon? Uh, no, we have my last roll already happened. Let me just double check. Yeah, I'm clear. Uh, did we long rest? You got turned into a mouse. Yeah, I did long rest after that, though. I rolled and got... Did we? What, shouldn't I be done? I don't think we long rested since last you turned into a dragon. We didn't? Yeah, exhaustion level yeah one. we did. Because yeah, I yeah. blocked him from going back into the tiny hut that yeah. we slept in. Yeah, I got long rest. Oh, and you got got to finish your sleep? Yeah, you told me that. You were, Well, at the time you said, yes, you got you got your full <laughs> long rest. Oh, yeah, because um, Varel made the, the, the rickshaw. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, you should be at zero. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. So I could I could turn. But I'll be exhausted again. <laughs> <laughs> All for the team. It is a risk if there's more below this going through with Nash in a depleted state might be a risk, but it's also a very effective way of taking out potentially anything that's hanging out in that courtyard very quickly. While I will not be folded 
many times over, perhaps, because of the Eye of Grogil. It pains me to admit that I have no resistance to any mind attacks that this general may make. Your Vorel is weaker than he's ever been here. Smash me, burn me, doesn't matter. But should this Lord of Madness attack my mind, I will fall. And I need all of you in peak condition. I will guard the lizards. I will keep them off you. I will destroy any physical threat that appears. But it is up to you to destroy anything beyond this realm. Which is why I offer my services in charging this keep directly and drawing the lizards fire. Didn't we just talk about how these these particular foes, once we're past the sort of physical needs, are resistant to our magic. Something Stanley said. They're resistant to magical attacks, not physical. Well, well I don't know on the physical. But that's Magic didn't seem to work particularly well on them. Well, that was my point. If... If Varel is saying, I'll take care of the physical, you guys take care of the magic, but if they're resistant to our magic, don't we need more? I mean, what do we need? We do have another option. We could send Varel in, let's say, heightened a bit, able to deal a whole slew of damage as well as take some. Well, would you be opposed to being turned into that same giant creature you fought a day or so ago? Orp? No, the <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. Is such a thing possible? Yes. Well, I dare say that sounds quite fun. <laughs> Though I fear the victory would lie with you, and it may be a dishonor to me. Well, you would be you as a Tyrannosaurus, as a giant lizard, uh, doing all the damage, fighting the way you fight. It would be you. This would be a lie, then. <laughs> it wouldn't be a lie, Varel. It would be your strength behind it. Simply pushed forward by magic. We do that all the time. And the guards would perceive perhaps a natural enemy attacking the keep and react slower than if they knew Varel Raspim Kurik was here himself. I see the value in this. We could even ride on his back. I have offered many rides this past 24 hours, and nobody has taken them, and we left my rickshaw in the woods. Well, perhaps here's an opportunity to atone for sins past. We can take the ride, get right in there, and even if they manage to fell you in this uh, new form, You'll simply revert into your normal one, and they'll have to deal with Vorel Rasvim Kurik at full strength once it dissipates. 
I like everything about this. And Nash, with your magic, you could even maybe make it a little bit bigger. This is correct. So, head on, on the back of a dinosaur, a giant dinosaur. Is that the method we're going to use? I still believe I should make this attack alone. You all are blessed by the demon, and he knows it. If he knows you are here, then there may be greater forces at work. But if you're able to sneak in under my cover, the element of surprise will be ours in the end. What happened to Varel who wanted us to boast in? Now you want us to sneak? I'm still boasting. <laughs> Do you think we're we being... We all go in together. <laughs> he thinks we're being tracked. It makes sense. I think he's proposing that he goes in as a distraction and you guys seal team six it. Yeah, that's what I got from it. So you, you dispatch splinters. things while people are distracted, right? Like yeah, They're so. like, oh shit, dinosaur, and you, you just hear as you guys sort of take out all the distracted people. Splinters all that biz. Take long, you know, shimmies on walls and do up attacks and pull them off. And if they see you, you run away and hide for about 30 minutes. I guess it was nothing. <laughs> Even though his buddy's on the floor next to him. Must have been the wind. Yeah. Uh we could do that. Let the rampaging dinosaur do what it does best. By the way, for the record, that's every uh that's every uh Ubisoft game ever made that you guys were describing. Somebody always says, Huh, guess it was nothing. Anyway. Now, the one question is also, how are you getting in if not through the front door? Something to think about. Just the casual Assassin's Creed climb of a 30-foot wall. No big deal. What well, you might want to just also look at one another's <laughs> character sheets because sometimes people don't think of things for other characters. You have options. I have stated and role played my options. I know, but you can you can you can table talk if you want. If you like, I don't I don't have any problems with it. If you uh, see an opportunity that someone else can do, could we sneak suggested. in as mice? Uh, I cannot cast it enough for it oh, to be okay. everybody. I have okay. a maximum of two casts of this. Okay, so. it's a good idea though that I'm sure it will is. eventually become easy. Yeah. bunch of little mice come wandering into the keep. They have their little weapons still on there, but they're mouse-sized. <laughs> Scott, any ideas? <laughs> Not to single anybody out or anything. I don't know. Now you're giving me hints again about this thing I should do that I can't All right, well, then I'll just say it. I'm not going to let you struggle, but you have Dimension Door. Oh, sh yeah, this is a good time for the Yeah, but it's only me, I thought. I mean, you could teleport. It's you and another creature, which is the T-Rex, which you could teleport into space above the castle and just have it drop down into the whole pile. The T-Rex can do that with me. You uh, and one creature can teleport somewhere, I think, within 500 meters. I think there's a size restriction on the size of the creature. We should look that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that seems crazy to but me. But then you could use it to sneak in. I mean, you have a teleport, a uh, very strong teleport. 
which you could use to get up onto the ramparts. That, that's that's true. Uh, could could the okay, one willing creature of your size or smaller? Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so all right, the teleport idea, as great as it is, doesn't work. However, but you can still sneak in. Hold on, while we're doing table talk, he can cast spells as a dragon, right? Yes. My so mood. wouldn't the restriction of your size or greater be just about anything if he's in dragon form? Uh, so um, let's look up the. Loophole. Oh wow! Not a loophole. It's uh, <laughs> sounds like uh. No, I, I like it. If it'll work, I'll do that. Um, what's the other one? Can't You're a young. I a still young think they're statues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still think they're statues. We're going to go fight statues. It's going to be We're going to show up. Everyone's transformed. They have us loaded. And they're just rocks. And yep. they so, fall. Uh, best that, that abilities, I, best spells. The idea mm -hmm. won't work, unfortunately. He's not a powerful enough dragon yet. He's a young black dragon, and which is a large creature. And the Tyrannosaurus is huge. Ah, okay. So it's actually a size class bigger than the dragon. Black right dragon. Yeah, we know. Get, get bigger, <laughs> Wait, but, dragon. But then we enlarge the young dragon. Right, we enlarge or shrink the dragon one size category. <laughs> yep, that, that works. <laughs> but would that that'd be a concentration, and then you've got two concentrations? No, no a dimension not, door is not a concentration spell. Ne oh, neither wow. is enlarging. Yeah. I can. I just have to blow. Now, up. I think what uh, polymorph, which is what uh, Stanley's intending, is a concentration spell. But it, that's his concentration slot. So it is concentration for me. Yeah, but neither my enlargement or my. Uh, so it's even better. You can put a huge dragon and a huge tyrannosaurus, teleport them in the <laughs> air above everyone, and just drop them in. <laughs> we should. But we do don't it. know what's in there. This might be overkill. There might be. That, that's why I don't want to help you guys. But I'm like, you guys have tons <laughs> of fun shit. Like you guys are like. How do we get in? Well, we're and nervous like, because two, <laughs> one, two things are going to happen. One I of two magic users. <laughs> one of these and two things is going to happen. We're going to drop in there, and there's nobody but a bunch of stone drag, uh, stone uh, That's lizard. That's why men. it's hard for me to do it because who knows? I might just even invent like a giant sarlacc pit, and you fall into it and die permanently. No, I fully believe that in the center of this keep is a hole that we will then have to dungeon into. So, And then there's the See, question, that, is the hole big enough for a dragon to get no, there? No, I think we have to, like... Yeah, so you were told the that there's stuff under the right. keep. So the keep itself... That's is my assumption, enemy. too, which is why I don't want to burn a ton of stuff. I mean, as it is, Polymorph's the one of two fourth-level spells I get. If we well, here's start doing Dimension Door craziness, that's two of two. Yeah. The counterpoint to that is you won't be able to T-Rex in a dungeon where it'll be too small. I know. All right, well, well, I I'm all about the T-Rex idea. So if you want to have fun and live life on the edge, you just need to... Sorry, Kyle, go ahead. Tabletop warning. I was told by a god that time is of the essence, and it was a dragon, no less. So Varel is, you know, putting his fingers in the sand and putting his foot back and getting ready to charge. Like, this is... Throw a rocket! go time. One of them not facing the entrance. I agree. You, you... Yes. So they may be statues, so we should test that theory. <laughs> Hope is like super fixated on the statue. So, I'm sorry, yeah. It, you're not wrong. It's okay. It might be my statues. Baby. You, my you, baby of an idea. You can't tell. You do not know. You are definitely, it's definitely nothing that's been disproven. So, what are we, what are we doing? I like the T Rex idea. It's just whether we ride with the T Rex or separate. Well, he can only teleport two creatures. Yeah, but the T Rex can just run in. 
a giant T-Rex. Right, you don't have to do the dimension door bit. It's funny to think about, but maybe you don't want to do it. I don't know. But I can only bring... Oh, that's true. Do we even need to burn that if we're just going to run in anyway? Yeah, no, the DM's trying to get rid of your high-level spells. Like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't fall into the trap. Okay, well, I will say this. I'm not trying to get rid of your high-level spells. I'm just trying to make you do cool shit, which may impact you negatively for my own jollies. Right. That's more, along, that's more accurate. Exactly. Right. <laughs> okay, so so here's my thought. We, we escalate little by little, right? So uh, Hope really wants to throw a rock at... The, uh, one of the dudes not at the entrance just to see if there's any response and it's also not at the entrance so it shouldn't draw attention to that place and if there's a response then T-Rex it what you, um, so hang- <laughs> classic escalation a rock and then a T-Rex <laughs> wait a second I think I have another wait you want what do you want to do you want to throw a rock at one of them yeah yeah like from the bush, like just a rock appears and nails one of them? <laughs> well, I'd sneak around to a different angle and then check a rock at one to see if it moves. Okay. Um, okay, so because uh, Scott, again, is not bringing it up, I will bring it up. He also, he, Scott has invisibility now. What? Uh, so a way to possibly check would be to use the invisibility. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Stuff, though. Hold on a second. What are you talking about? I see Gosh. the spell greater invisibility. Our- Freaking sorcerer! You no, me. <laughs> no, I know what it is. I screwed something up. I know what it is. I forgot <laughs> I took that. that. No, no, no. It's right. I, had, I had. It's a long story, but when we were talking about level eight, I was, I had issues. Remember, we had that weird duplicated one, the weird. I had like two mold earths, and there was just some okay. weird stuff going on. I forgot that my resolution in the end was get a new fourth level spell, which was greater invisibility, and I just plum forgot I had it. So yeah, no, that happens. So I, I say to the group, rock invisible. I say to the yes. Check, when you level up, I check all your character sheets to see what's new. So these I, no, I mean, I'm you're wrong. I'm just. In, I mean, I'm just you picked dumb. it. You didn't remember, and I just looked at it. No, <laughs> that's because everything got I got screwed up. All right, so uh, it says a creature I touch becomes invisible, not an item though. So I don't think I can do like a rock or a uh, whatever. Uh, I could do a person. It does. It is a creature. Turn the rock into a mouse. <laughs> Why don't we have an invisible T Rex? Oh, I could do invisible. I can do like invisible. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> that's possible. You can make a T Rex invisible. That's true. They'll just think the MMO's broken. Yeah, that's true. I could look. <laughs> I could see lizards getting ripped up into the air and eaten, and just. I could give greater oh. invisibility to, to like hope. And she could go check out her theory without causing a ruckus and then come back and say, yeah, there's nothing going on there. Maybe there's even, I mean, it only goes for a minute and it is a concentration spell, so I have to pay attention. I can't go be dragging it up. It's a big spell to just let Hope throw a rock. I agree. It's like cantrip level interest in a thing that's fourth level Well, greater invisibility, the deal with that is that you can attack and not break invisibility. That's why it's greater. Yeah, that's it's. If you just get regular invisibility, if you want long, regular invisibility lasts longer, but you can't attack with it. Yeah, it's still a concentration oh, spell, though. What What's our stealth scores? What we got? Seven. Uh, I don't remember. That's damn good. Zero. Have Seven no. stealth. Holy crap! Yeah. Uh, mine's plus five to stealth. I have no stealth bonus. I don't want to shock five. any. I don't want to so, shock anyone, but I have no stealth bonus. So hope Nash is a stealth to is. himself. And the rest of us sneakerino, and we see what we can get done in a minute. <laughs> like supermarket dash or whatever that was. I'm saying it's probably not the best kind of invisibility for a long 
a minute will go by pretty quick if you're looking to investigate. I mean, it's but enough time it for the tree line. You can make it from the tree line to the wall without being spotted. Yeah, is invisibility wise. Yeah, and then you, it may poop out by the time you get over to the wall. But then she's got to get back, or else she waits there until we launch the attack. We decided what our plan is. <laughs> so Hope and I advance and figure out if they're statues or not. Okay. While you all, with your many spells, figure out what to do if things go wrong. <laughs> this seems like we landed on the worst plan. <laughs> but it's least expensive. Yeah, that's the issue is that we if we burn all this stuff and we go dungeoning, we're hosed and I'm also exhausted. <laughs> we could I mean the good news is is that Stanley does have the tiny hut for long rests, which if you didn't have there might be telepathy shenanigans. Right? But the spells can't pass through it. So Yeah. Take some umbrage in that little fact as I was planning things. I was like, Oh, I mean I can't mess with their dreams because of tiny hut. That's too bad. Let's run in Tiny Hut and then fight from inside of it. <laughs> tiny Hut takes a minute to cast. So that's, you'll be invisible for mm-hmm. that minute. Okay, See? so the oh, We can go in circles all day, and I fully believe that every moment we hear the Chicken Lords approach, right? Like, <laughs> Bo is, is counting this against us for the ultimate I'm ritual. I'm not. I'm just trying to, get, I'm trying to warm you guys up. We were starting oh, a little oh my gosh. today. Okay. I love this idea of a mobile like attack base that we just <laughs> plop down it's just our little private safe space everybody goes out attacks comes back gets healed up goes back out attacks. Yeah. that sounds like it'll work it's like a blaze cheat it's a bunker yeah. yeah just keeps putting the bunker down lets everyone heal up in it um i mean i don't have a problem with that as as a weird <laughs> it's plan a really weird idea but i kind of like it's it. it's a little exploity feels- but i'm fine with it let's do it I feel like this is going to lead to DM perma countering Tiny Hut in the future. Oh, we'll just fight burrowing <laughs> sure, enemies. Why not? And it'll be Look, don't way. worry about me. Worry about what is you think is fun and that gives you a smile. And just enjoy yourselves. We're playing a game. All right, look at it this way. Worry about what the world could do to you later. That's still that's Bo, basically, but we're just saying it in a different way. Yeah, it's karma. Okay. Karma, world yeah. So- did we just land on me getting greater invisibility and then running in and casting tiny? Oh, wait, no. I'd have to be in position because it takes a minute to cast. Yeah, so the way that, that plan works is you run in, be totally noticed, charge into the into the <laughs> whatever's in there. Then in the combat round, you have to get casted greater invisibility. Then they've got to defend you while invisible for a full minute. So it's about six rounds of combat. Then That's you've got badass for a video game, but that would suck in D and D. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea. Now you saw the size of the force. Remember, um, Ubvex did appear with the lizard folk in the in the realm, but then when the world changed, they disappeared. So you have a general sense of what you're up against. Do you think? Can you remind us what that general sense is? Like body thirty six, thirty six bodies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, was, it was quite a few. Okay. As a little, as a little tip off, so you know. Not. Well, Nash is down to clown, but I agree that John has a point. It's a little ridiculous, and also if that tiny hut idea—you can never leave that hut ever in that tra- in that process. No, I just, I just be in there as a cure wounds machine when you need help. Yeah, plus it's stationary, so it doesn't like have. It's not mobile at all. It's siege tank. 
So we're back to Dimension Dooring a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> it's still too expensive. I want a Navy I, Seals this book. Hope's going to try and stealth forward. Are okay, we, I'm going good? with it. I'm going with it. You know what? Wait, Varel's you, you plan. Gonna... Varel's plan's a good plan because it's the least... I mean, it's it's the most pedestrian, but it gets us where we need to be. It doesn't involve giant dinosaurs going, and other shit. I'm going with them because giant dinosaurs is going to happen okay. if this goes bad. So, again, just to clarify, there's a tree line of the eyeball trees and a clearing to the keep. Okay. You well, you got a tree up. right here, uh, so, right on the map. Yeah, but you're not standing there on the map. I just have your pieces there for convenience. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Oh, so we're approaching. Yeah, so, okay. we're, we're right. theater of the mind until you get within 20 feet of the... Okay. Which is fairly close, but there is a tree line. If the riflemen that you see noted here, these lizard folk, are not statues, you will be spotted immediately. There's no stealth roll that will prevent okay. you from being spotted in an open field. It's raining and it's dark and hard to see, but the lizard folk will... Totally. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. <laughs> that, that your character would realize that they need maybe some something a little more... Okay, and then how many to feet to the keep itself? It's about 30 foot clearing. 30 foot clearing. So you're okay. just a little bit off the map here from what's there. Add another two squares. Okay, so what about dashing 30 feet and then stealth? I mean, so you can. So you don't have, like, it's not like stealth where you go invisible. Like, yeah. You can't. So you're just not stealth. There's no. Okay. Unless you have a way that you describe it to me, like you dig a hole under the ground and go into the cover, or if you have a, a piece of cloth that's the same color as the ground, and you put it over top to try and appear like just the ground. <laughs> just run like, an atom. Like if you have an idea of some way that you can <laughs> do that, but I, you can't just run across the field and, you know, be stealth. Um, sort of just like that. Well, T-Rex <laughs> has 50 feet of movement. There we go. We, we push the T-Rex out, and then... I'll go with the T-Rex. You guys only have 30 feet while everybody's looking at the T-Rex to get in and sneak and get into position. And then T-Rex and I can go storming in. Wait, how long so am how I many... a T-Rex? Uh, up to an hour, Because no? I, I'm, I'm planning, I would go, you know, all natural. Like, I'd, I'd go in the woods a bit and like thump, 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 and like go down uh, west here. And like through the woods and then pop out on the west side of the map drawing all the attention and be like I don't know how I got here I'm a wild animal <laughs> and draw their attention over so the opening was over. I'm not the T-Rex plan does not involve me charging directly in in my opinion it's to be, it's also a giant distraction and a, and a draw right yes. like that's the idea because we it lives in this area mm -hmm. and so it would be natural otherwise you turn me into like a you know, a, a rock throwing baboon, whatever's living in the zone. Uh, again, I know you're trying to solve the situation, and I don't mean to throw a new factor into the conversation, but so I just had a look at polymorph. It is an hour, so you yeah. could one of you could turn into a mouse or something small and also recon that way and get stealth rolls. If anyone also has any illusions that they can use to make some kind of cover between the tree line and the castle, is another option as well. Otherwise, you can you can T Rex for an hour, as long as concentration is maintained. Can the hut ride on the back of the T Rex? No. <laughs> okay, I'm just I just wanted to stick it out there for a second. <laughs> so if it was if it's a no go, then pull it right back in. 
But if you had a moving platform, maybe a large enough move, magical moving platform, you could do a, a flying tiny. I think so. So could I mold <laughs> Earth around the dinosaur to have a platform so that John could then plop his hut down on the platform? Well, it's funny you mentioned mold Earth because <laughs> you know mold Earth hole. is another option to dig a tunnel into the castle. <laughs> Oh, I've never used it for tunnels. I guess that's true. I could do that. Except that's not so simple, though. You have though. so used it for tunnels. No, not, not you, like this. literally tunneled with it. No. But outside of combat, you, well, you made two rooms in the uh, man's Yeah, but that's not the know. same, because doing a tunnel, how do I get dirt? How am I getting dirt and stone and stuff from the... Like, imagine the further I go in, where am I sending it? Back by smacking you guys in the head yeah. as I throw it behind me, or what? Well, it's magic, so you can make it into a particulate and have it float past you. Like, if you make a... It's a five-by-five-foot square, so if you make a ten-foot-wide passage, then one side of that five-foot-five is where the transportation, the conveyor of sand being expelled can go out. Okay. Okay. So, can I make sure... That would take too long, and the ritual would advance, and we'd fight two bosses instead of one. It's a good point, but what if a handful of that dirt made it into Stanley's mouth while he was just like nonchalantly opening his mouth. You can but you might be able to do that. I think I'd give him a saving throw. Though. All right, I'm but, pretty yeah. stoked for that if that ever comes up. All right. Well, we don't have to do this for now. I want to remind you, you were a flying mouse not too long ago. <laughs> be careful whose ire you earn. Yeah, my favorite part about Mulder is that Nash has it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your character. Um, <laughs> and you have this spell no, two I times. don't now. It's gone now, isn't it? Oh no, it's still in unlike, here. I... <laughs> unlike you, Nash Magard of the Solar Mines, I know what all my spells are, and I would be worried if you got me upset. I don't mean any offense, Scott. <laughs> no, something's you... up because I deleted this last week when we had this conversation. I deleted it. The DM is smiling on me, Imperial. <laughs> Who's Casdejure? Hold on. <laughs> Why do I have Boulder twice? <laughs> if only we had some way to be invisible. I'm gonna Great. check it. I also want to point out how daring of a foe this wall is. Yeah. Like we're here. There's a mind flare somewhere in this thing, but we By don't give a crap about this guy. Mm. It's the wall. But we all need to take a moment and look it's... for radios in our feet. All right. <laughs> yeah, radios. I gotta get rid of it. How do I do it? I deleted this last week. By the by the way, did you know that one of the things you can do with Mold Earth is you can make shapes, colors, or both to appear on the dirt or stone, spelling out words, creating images, or shaping patterns? No. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't it's know that. It's an amazing spell. I just feel like Scott himself would get a lot of use out of that. Like, you could write F-U in the ground or something. <laughs> See, what's weird is I'm looking at it right here. the way that we've gone. <laughs> the trail There's, is I'm looking at it right here. There's no <laughs> option it doesn't say there's two in my edit sheet but when i look at the sheet it's, it's there it's not going to be in your edit sheet it's because one of them is granted by a feet so you'd have to edit that feet to just change it out what feet did i choose that did that magic initiate sorcerer <laughs> remember we went over this did we go over Dole this Brave made you an offer and the feet you took was to have the spells you already <laughs> shut up hold on hold on really did i really do that Yep. All the power of the demon world. At go to, my go to features. Go to features and traits, okay, and then on. go to uh, feats. <laughs> you see, magic that. initiate sorcerer. But I'm like, you are a sorcerer. That feats intended to take a different class. And what get a gift of do you want? <laughs> I would like 
access to my own spells. In fact, one of them I like so much, I'd like it again. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Then proceeds to forget he has the spell at all. <laughs> Well, it's like Skyrim. Now you can put it in both hands. It's twice as powerful. Wait, so yeah, both... that's a good point. Just keep it there. That way you can double double down on. That's a good idea. Hold Kyle. on. Tell me where it is again. Where'd you say to click? Features and traits. Okay, not editing, but just viewing, right? No, no. Just go to your normal OS character sheet. Yeah, I'm looking. Go to features and traits. Hold on, it's loading. And you'll see. Yeah. Okay, features and traits. Where the hell is it? On the right side, where you have your spells, equipment, features, and traits. Oh, shit. There it is. All right. So I'm there. Now, which then one? Click feats. Filter to feats. There's a filter, yeah. some filter buttons. Now you see magic, initiate, sorcerer. You can learn two cantrips of your choice from the sorcerer spell list. You learn one first level spell from that same list and cast it at the lowest level once per long rest. So can I get rid of that? And pick hey, something up? Manage feats. Click, click manage ma feats. I'm managing yeah. my feats. Okay. Then scroll down to manage manage initiate sorcerer and click it, and then in the drop down you should be able to change. Uh, pick a pick a new pick a new spell. All right, here we go. I and I guess uh, we're coming close on the break time, so Scott can do that during the break. <laughs> <laughs> Scott can fix his character sheet. Uh, the rest of you can discuss uh, what exactly we're settling on as a plan of breaching Caravalon. Yes. So let's and, do uh, that. Yeah, We're going to do that. Uh, hang on to your butts. We'll be back in a minute. Uh, I have to pee, too, so I'm going to try to do both at the same time. Well, not really. I'll do one and then do no, the just other. Just do one at a time. One at yeah, a time, Scott. I'll do one and the other, time. and then we'll be back in a second. Uh, everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. We'll be right back. Pause Rex and fly with it and drop the T-Rex into the cabin. I'm strong enough to carry. Uh, it saves you a spell slot. Yeah, I mean, you're about the same size. It'd be kind of rough. I'd probably impose some penalties while you did it. Like, oh, I see. Hey, you should do this but, thing. It's super rad. Eh, I'd probably, you know, screw you or screw around with you and make your life hell. But yeah, you should probably well, do no, it. No, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. So it's just you might not fly as fast. No. Oh, I no. see. Don't, don't be exhausted going into this. Okay, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Unless, unless there's, I, I, if we had I a good reason. avoid Nash Dragon at this stage. Yeah. Sa save Nash Dragon. Save Nash Dragon, right. save I mean, the world. Okay, I've read the room wrong. It sounded like you were encouraging Dragon at the beginning. No, no, no. I mean, we were... Oh, the it was the first idea. The yeah, first of many. It was on the table. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Bo, take it away. Where were we? Wherever we were. Well, uh, we're wherever you guys are. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> All right, I set it up plan. a little bit. It's raining. There's a torrential downpour. The purple desert is now purple mud. There are trees growing out of it. Um, no leaves on them. Blackened bark. They have eyeballs on the end of their branches. And as you guys discuss your plan of action, the eyeballs come down and look and blink and appear to be watching your conversation. Uh, just to the north of you is a clearing where a keep rests on top of a hill. And they're not... Well, you don't know. They, they don't have ears. There's no ears listening to you, just eyes. Um, Doesn't mean they can't read lips. Good point. Uh, <laughs> um, what you can make out is there's a giant shining light that, that descends from the heavens into the keep, but you can't see where it hits because there's a keep wall. It's very dark, so you can make out greasy, black, rain-soaked blocks of stone of the keep. And atop it, you see the silhouette of lizard folk appear to be carrying some kind of rifle 
they're motionless and there are several. Um, now that you've spent a bit of time hanging out and eyeing it and contemplating discuss uh, discussing your plan of action, you've maybe seen six or seven at various spots along the ramparts. They do not move. They stand still. That's the scene. Sky lights up white. Alright, where are we at on this plan? Hit me. Hit me with the tears. I like the tunnel <clears throat> idea. Okay. Tunnel's good too. Okay. And now that I know how that'll work, uh, Nash Magard of the Solar Mines agrees. The oft. I mean, we can still even do both. We can still send the T Rex and then tunnel. So are you going to. Are you being a distraction T Rex or are you being a rampaging T Rex? Well, both. But I would get away from the entrance ideally but there's no reason to i mean the tunnel if there is a dungeon under this place we may just end up in the next level we might you know cheat the dungeon <laughs> circumvent the whole thing yeah so i think we should tunnel first okay the either we kill them all as you as you make this plan if you alert something in the dungeon it's possible that things from the surface can come and be alerted to your presence down there just thrown not a video game where <laughs> the stealth mission, they're like, what happened in the other room? I don't know. Just pointing it out. Depends if there's a load For your consideration. And we could erect a door of stone. There you go. That's a possibility, too. Alright. I think you're up, tunneler. I think that's what we're trying first. Okay. I'm in a tunnel. Okay. Perfect. So describe uh, your tunneling process, please. Uh, let's see. I uh, roll my sleeves up on my cloak. Uh, my eye glows bright red. I put my hands together like this and go, I smack and then I go, like I'm warming them up. And I say out loud, there's nothing Nash likes more than a fun hole, but today it's a ton hole. And then I start digging. <laughs> All right, you begin moving dirt. Uh, it sounded dirty. Quietly. I didn't mean it sounds so dirty. <laughs> I was expecting a rhyme. I think that's what went wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, magic rebels against your incantation. Uh, you begin. You begin making a hole out of uh, with your magical ability, making a pile. Uh, off to the side and so how deep do you want the hole to go before you begin tunneling um i want to go down let's see because we want to have some decent upper strength there so let's say we want to go down t um 15 feet okay 20 maybe okay Just 20 feet let me start drawing a diagram so nash is now playing mario maker you practiced <laughs> at this you're pretty good it's fun that game's play. great it's so much right. fun so I'm sketching a little hole here. It's very Minecrafty. It goes, it goes down 20 feet. And how high is the passage? The passage itself should just be high enough for us to pass through without trouble. So I'd say um, if we go down 10 and we make the passage 10, that should give us 10 of, of ceiling, right? <clears throat> Am I doing the math right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we'll do that 10 feet. Probably don't need that much, but since it's done in grids like that, it'll be easier. Perfect. All right. And so you begin making your pile and shuffling the sand out. The process 
maybe is going to take 15, 30 minutes as you to, to dig the hole all the way as far as you need to, at least to the key. Right. Okay. Perfect. So you run the tunnel. Uh, so everyone, what does everyone do while he does this? Is this a late rest? Not that you really need a short rest, but is there any other plans that need to happen during this time? I figured Sounds I'd like, no. be in the tunnel with Nash. <clears throat> okay, perfect. Uh, and so I assume alert. you're on alert above watching? Yeah, outside. So I'm watching the key to see if any of them move. If it caves in, I'm going to want Stanley to, to T-Rex me and start plan B. Okay. So you're the T-Rex team on the surface and Hope and Nash are the tunneling team. The tunnel team. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So uh, you dig the tunnel. How many feet do you want to go? It's between 30 feet to the, from the tree line to the to the wall. And you're about maybe another 30 feet into the forest or deeper. I mean... Like, so maybe 90... Like, how far into the keep do you want to go? Well, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I would. This is stuff we probably should have talked about ahead of time. But I do mean, we want to go I'd under the center it of goes... it? Do you want to just go up under the lip of the wall? Like, how, how far in do you want to go? My thought is that if it if it's going down, we can keep going straight until we intersect the. Oh, I see. Ramp or stairs or whatever. It well, is. what? Yeah, whatever. Okay, so I think that's a good idea. Let's go. Until we either hit foundation or structure or something. Um, as long as we know okay. we're going straight into it. I assume this thing has some some under, you know, it's got to have some foundation, right? Must. I'm not the best at castles, I'll admit. Like castle <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. So I'm going to start drawing what I think is going to be your tunnel. You tell me if it needs to be moved. You see that there? I'm looking right now. Let me know if you want me to put it anywhere else. Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. Then that's perfect. Does that look good, everybody else? Okay. This doesn't matter on the one digging it. Um, All right. Yeah, so it looks I'm good. I'm going to put you and Hope there. All right. And we'll just move you. guys are not out there. I'm just moving these guys just closer to, so I can see them. Okay. All right, so you begin digging the tunnel, and then you do keep moving until you reach what appears to be stone wall in the dirt. Okay, so... So I've never actually done this, and I don't know that the reading of it makes it any clearer, but I should be able to remove that too, shouldn't I? Yeah, I believe it's it's uh, stone, stone, it's sand and stone. It's uh, the same material, just mortared. and Dirt know. or stone, yeah. So, I mean, you can rearrange, uh, you know, stone formed in blocks is fine. All right. You well, can crumble them and remove them. I will note that we get there, and I'll turn to Hope and say, this is the wall. Are we Are we good? continue yeah I'd say let's do it slowly carefully just in case it opens up to something alright and I whisper our little group we take no bull I have to make this a bigger hole and I keep doing it I keep pushing forward and digging okay. so how many feet do you move forward uh, let's go another 10 to start with <laughs> see how deep this goes Okay, so you dig through the stone, and you dig through the foundation, and then cover more dirt. Okay. You're back to dirt. All right, so we are, I hope we're under the wall now. Or we're through the wall, I should say. You should keep going. Yeah, I mean, if the, there's got to be some underground place, right? That's what the dragon talked about. Yeah. So if we keep going, 
we should run into some drop. That's what I hope. All right, we'll be careful. All right, so I'll keep digging. Let's do another... Let's go 20 feet this time. Okay. And this is still... I mean, we have no idea what's above us, so it's still just a complete fog of war in there. Uh, you dig through 20 feet, and um, as you dig through, you begin to feel loose dirt uh, come up. And, um, okay, I've got to make some adjustments because we did something I didn't plan for, so hang on. <laughs> going to reset that. Yep. And I'm going to open up. Sorry, it's going to take me a minute, guys. It's all right. Nash is just getting so, his... Do you have any fun jokes to tell? All <laughs> means. I don't know. I don't know any good jokes. They're all dad jokes now. I'm ruined. I've been ruined. Kyle, look forward to that in your life. All dad jokes all I the do. time. Yeah. Kyle's okay. already there. <laughs> I'm changing maps in Roll20. Okay. Oh, here we go. You open Ooh. up... Uh, you open up into a stone room underneath. Okay. You, can, you can't make out much through the dirt, but you see uh, that there's stone walls, stone flooring, um, grease all over the floors, a place rarely traversed in centuries. I think we found something. So, Nash, you can't see very clearly, but Hope with her dark vision can, can see quite a ways out. Uh, just to be safe, I'm going to light up a rock. So I'll take a little stone and flare it up. I know it's not as far as she can see, but just to give us some good. Okay, I will uh, open lighting. up some more stuff for you to view here. Okay, all right, just revealing fog of war. Okay, it's not the dynamic lighting, but this actually works a little better. I think. Yeah, it looks good. Cool. All right, so you you light uh, you light up the room below, and you see that there's a there's a set of like old stone flagstones on the ground. It's a decrepit place. There's broken piece of flooring everywhere. Um, no furniture. Just nothing of interest. Just a brick room that smells musty. The air is heavy and thick. Very hard to breathe. It's like no one's been down here in millennia. And as you light up your light rock to see ahead, you hear that wasn't you hope we're screwed I think we should go get Stanley and Varel here <laughs> loud foot heavy footsteps on the ground coming toward us Appears to be a- approaching your, your direction cover up the wall um yeah I'm gonna put up a I'm gonna put dirt where or dirt and rock where it used to be just All right. Cover quickly up. cover up the wall and as you do it before you're able to, to anything's able to come out and see you whatever it is that's approaching you hear the footsteps get closer <laughs> and through the sand you hear a muffled oh jeez that's scary alright we'll go back to the original map now <laughs> I was gonna swallow my rock just in case they saw the light <laughs> Quick, hide it. Little... <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever you talk, a bright light that comes out of your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and also when you poo, there's this light that shines out. Perfect. His belly looks like E.T.'s. Perfect. 
<laughs> That's hilarious, John. Yes. Nice. <laughs> All right. So uh, you've sealed up the hole. You're safely in the cave. Uh, we'll run back. We don't have a way to communicate remotely, do we? No. Um, we'll run back, I guess, and tell... Um... Actually, you know what I'll do? She sees more stealthy. Maybe you should run and tell them. And I'll right. stay here until... <laughs> are we both... I mean, the whole the goal here is to get all the way through and then... I mean, you covered up the wall. There's nothing... There's no clear and present danger at the moment. All right, I'll go with her then. I just don't want to get... I have no stealth points, so I don't want to be a hindrance to anybody who's trying to sneak around. You're underground. No one about the surface will be able to see you. If you're really loud, they might hear you through the ground, but you have to be really loud. Okay. All right, we'll make our way to the opening then. Okay, you make your way back to the opening. You see Stanley and Varel peering through the bushes at the keep. All right. Uh, I'll inform them what we've done. I've dug all the way through. We hit the wall. We got underneath. We went a little further, and we we opened into a room, but there appears to be probably undead. Something in there. Breathing hard. Desiring to eat us. But we got where we needed to go. And we knew we'd have resistance, so... Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Just waiting for it. No response until it plays. I think so. We get in. Do whatever we can to limit any other entrances in. We're the only ones who know about this tunnel, presumably. Proceed forward. Let's go. Can we cover up the entrance to this tunnel? Easy. And I'll cover it up. All right, so everyone's jumping into the Nash hole. Everyone's in the Nash hole. And you've I mean, covered I don't the, want to say it that way, but yeah. <laughs> you've covered the entrance of the Nash hole, so there's no more return? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I could open it again. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you're sealing it off. Yeah, we're sealing it off for and now. Specifically how much? All of it except... An, a little bit of air hole. <laughs> I don't want us to die in here. Um, okay, you can leave yourself how big of an air hole? Oh, geez. What's the diameter? Um, like a, like a foot, one foot, one foot by one foot. Yeah, should be enough. Okay. We probably don't need it anyway, down. but it just just so there's something there and we can obscure it in a bush or something. Okay, so there's a twenty foot drop of a one foot by one foot pipe essentially in the dirt and now you're in the underground passage which is 10 by 10 yep. and that has a length all running maybe hundreds of feet or hundreds of feet into the underground yep. okay alright so everyone now descends uh, below ground makes their way to the other end of the passage the raining has stopped although you still hear the rumbling of lightning through the ground and we will now um, we'll now bring everyone here to the entrance to see on the new map I'm just going to move you back Okay, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this. Since you can no longer see it. Okay. Perfect. So you're now in the tunnel. You make your way to the end of the tunnel. Um, I say stop, listen. And then I want to try to listen for that, for the footfalls and the groaning. Here. 
<laughs> there. There. Hear that? This could be a problem. I don't know what's in there, how much of it we couldn't tell. We sealed it up before Hope and I were exposed. If I tear down this wall, that thing or things are right there. Well, either way, we're going to be fighting it. Might as well prepare. Or back up and motion for Varel to move forward to the wall. Varel, give me the word, and I'll tear—I'll uh, tear down this wall. All right, Mister. I'll get up to the wall and be ready for combat. Varel, Bachev. Yeah. I'll draw my sword, megaphone in the other hand, be ready. I'll hold my staff. <laughs> okay. All right, you hold your staff with the nail in it that yep. you have now. Yeah. Somehow that I retcon somehow and have somehow. it back. Somehow I have it back. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tear down the wall with a wave of a hand. All right, you wave away the hand, and as the stone sifts away and opens up, you see a giant creature, ten feet tall, made of flesh, with bones sticking out of places where it shouldn't be. Like there's like a hip bone coming out of its forehead, and all these bones sticking out of it. And it goes, and it sees you, and it goes, and reaches a large hand in. Roll for initiative. Jeez, initiative. stuff again. Alright. 13. Oh, look at that guy. Looks like my dad. 8. Good lord. Really? No. 8 for... Uh, Who looks like your dad? Dana. Oh. oh. <laughs> I missed the change. That's awesome. 10. <laughs> Mr. Jagger, could I please speak to John? He's not here! <laughs> Stupid. Ten for hope. Did I get that right? Mm -hmm. Fourteen. Yeah. Ten for hope. Fourteen for Varel. And I think I missed you. You did. Long, lucky number eight. Oh no! Sorry, I missed Stanley. Thirteen I for me. Oh, did you get mine? Okay. I did. Well, that's good for me. Where's this guy? All right, so, uh, boom. All right, so reaches a hand in and immediately swings in and attacks Pharrell, who's standing up in front. Oop, I rolled it back into the pile of dice. And it punches in and misses and hits a piece of the wall. <laughs> and it breaks, like, when he pulls its big fleshy fist back, there's little pinprints of its fingers in there, and it goes, <laughs> And then out of his shoulders, his two flesh holes open up into these anuses, and then skeletons begin bursting out of his shoulders. And, and they begin crawling out of his shoulders and jump onto the ground uh, next to him. All right, so I'll be rolling some new initiative roll. Okay. Uh, Varela, it is your turn. Cool. I will. I will enter my rage. I will jump out of the hole and engage the monster. Uh, I will put myself right in front of the group here, and now out of the hole, 
I assume they'd be far enough back, back 10 feet, since you guys were back a bit before I exited the hole. Uh, are they back 10 feet? Yeah. No, they're right there in the hole. Well, I got out in front of him, and now I'm jumping out of the hole. So he attacked into the hole yeah. here, and now I jump out here. And if they backed up, they'd be out of the 10 feet range, maybe? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're right there in front of you. There's no jumping out of the... Like, you're jumping out of the hole, but it's just because it's an awkwardness of the map. They're essentially right in the hole. Yeah, I'm talking about my allies. They're behind you, yes. Yes, but 10 feet back. I, I just don't want to... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're behind you. Yeah, they're out cool. of melee range. Yeah, yeah. we have... Cool. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I enter my rage. <laughs> I'll do a flame burst, three damage to these three clowns, and I will do a... Uh, actually... Uh, no, I'll do a double attack on big boy. The first one will be a reckless attack, so you get your advantage next time. Okay. A 16. Yep, it's a hit on big boy. And second attack is a 23. That's also a hit. Thirty-six points of damage and two attacks, all fire damage from the shield. Okay, so uh, is this with Moss Storm? No, Moss Storm's back in the inn. This is which uh, weapon is this with? Flaming shield. Flame shield. Okay, so you sink the flame in, and as you sink the flame in, it burns and cooks the flesh, and so you see it char black, and then the shield just sinks in, and when you pull it out, just like a a big goop of blood, like black red blood, just comes out. It appears to not even notice. Like it's just like it's like you did nothing to it. Um, it took thirty six points of damage, as far as its reaction is concerned. You did sure. do your thirty six yeah. points of damage. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your team? That's everything. All right. Perfect. Um, Stanley, I was gonna call you Stark. <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> Stark. Stark. Do your work, Stark. So you just watch Pharrell sink his flame flame shield into it twice and make these big crevasses in its fleshy chest and it just <laughs> barfed out blood. Uh, I'm going to say parlay and mm -hmm. send diplomacy out to attack. Uh, let's go ahead and have it attack the skeleton on the left. Okay, so let me just get you diplomacy. Diplomacy. Where are you? There it is. Well, it's been ages since I used it, actually. All right, you're going to attack the, on the left. Yeah, okay. left skeleton. You're attacking the left uh, skeleton. That's going to be a, a 21 to hit. Okay, it's definitely a hit. I don't need that. Look at that. <laughs> that's a decent roll. That's probably going to be okay. Uh, 12 points of piercing damage to the skeleton. Okay, so uh, the... Okay, they're not resistance to... Yeah, cool. All right, so uh, you, sh you sink your uh, your blade into it and sort of undo all of its bones, and then as it shrink slides in, the skeleton just falls apart into a pile. Of... Hey! Yeah. yeah, just like that. <laughs> <Piles> <laughs> into... All right, uh... what else would you like to do? 
then I am going to uh, look at the the big boy, and I'm going to say, "Now that's just unseemly. Most of us like to keep our boners secret, and that's my vicious mockery." <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Oh man, my favorite. Uh, you like secret boners? Secret boners. Uh, so that's a wisdom 16 save for him. All right. Let me just find out what I'm saving here. Sorry, wisdom 16, you said? Uh, yes. Hey, where's the stat block? I think uh, that means it hits. No, oh, sorry. I'm trying to, as I have the, some stuff now in roll 20 to make it more convenient. And now it's not convenient all of a sudden. Sorry, everyone. Give me a moment. Hey, there we go. That's who I'm looking for. Oh. Okay. Um, sorry, you hit it with which spell again? It was uh, Vicious Mockery, right? Vicious Mockery, yeah. Okay. Interesting enough. I. So as you cast a spell on it, you feel that there's a resistance to your magic. Um, you don't get the impression... You get the impression as the magic hits it, it, it appears as you feel it to reverberate from its skin and fight it. Okay. Um, which just means I'm rolling advantage on it. And uh, unfortunately, it fails. So you are fortunately for you, it fails. And uh, it takes 1d4 damage or whatever the damage is. Uh, 2d4, it's going to be 5 psychic damage, and it will have disadvantage on its next attack roll. Nice. Okay, perfect. Done. As disadvantage on its next roll. So it just has a normal roll because of the reckless attack if it's on Varel. Right. Okay, right. perfect. That will be my turn. All right, uh, Hope, you're up next. Okay, cool. With uh, Varel out in front, do I have a clean shot at the big boy? You do. Okay, perfect. So what I'll do is I'll summon uh, Radiant Darts, and I'll use that in Scully to shoot at this thing. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I'll take my two shots here. First one is a crit. Okay. A nat 20. Nice. Yeah. All right, so hang on. Uh, roll the damage dice for your radiant dart, please. All righty. We're gonna do that. I just need to see the radiant damage. It just it does extra damage to undead, right? Yes, yes, an additional two d eight. So um, okay, I'm so you don't my... you don't get the two d eight on this guy, I don't think. Oh, okay. Double check that. No, this is not an undead. Okay, cool. I was just taking a guess at that. So you get the regular damage, and you'll get the bonus from you said Scully that you were shooting with. Yes. So, done that. so Scully has an ability called Cautious Skepticism. The Dragon Heart Metals emit a small amount of mana wave radiation, allowing an attuned wielder to cast True Strike as a bonus action when scoring a critical hit on a ranged attack. Spell must be cast on the target hit. The wielder with multiple attacks may cast a spell multiple times, but only the most recent or most powerful effect the will remain if cast multiple times on the same target. So that means you get advantage on your next attack roll versus Awesome. So, so you have a second attack. Which I can add the advantage to, correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. So the damage here, it looks like, that was done for this first attack. 
Um, let's see here. So 32. That's the first attack damage or the second yes, one? Yes, the first one. Sorry, did you roll the extra radiant damage? 32 is a lot. It was a crit. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so it's 48, right? Damage? Yes. 32. Jeez, that's a good roll. Um, okay, perfect. Awesome. And then the next one is a uh, 24. Yeah, that also hit. hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. And that one was not. So 11 for that one. Okay, 11 points for the next set of damage. Yes. Okay, perfect. So your two shots go in. <clears throat> And uh, the bullets enter just, you know, they just enter into into his flesh. Doesn't look affected by it whatsoever. You just create two no, new holes where blood <laughs> shoots out. It's still r- raging at seeing you guys in the tunnel. Okay, I'll stay where I am. Yep. Uh, Nash, it is your turn. All right. I am going to try something. Yeah. And I promise it won't get anyone killed. Okay. Just everyone relax. Um, I want to do a minor illusion. I want it to be auditory, and I want to put it right behind. Uh, let me look here. Right behind the minion, uh, just to his rear. So the this, this square right behind him and adjacent to our big boy. Um, okay. I can place it there according to this, and I want it to be a loud scream. Um, okay. I'm assuming he can hear. Well, I hope that's true. Um, and what spell you're doing? Minor illusion. Sorry, spell? minor illusion. Yep, and this one's audio. Okay. Um, let's see. It can create uh, sight. Uh, sorry, sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effect. Um, if he interferes with it or, or tries to poke at it or do anything to it, it will it will be it'll go away because he'll see you can pass through it. Um, okay, so um, is it just him that sees it or everyone that hears the scream? Everybody would hear this scream. Okay. And it's not it a deadly scream. scream. No, it's not like a deadly scream or anything that would hurt anybody. Nobody has to do any kind of constitution. Well, you, I guess you'll decide. But it's just to get his <laughs> well, attention. It, a, it can last a minute, and it's a sound directly behind him of screaming. Yeah, my goal here is to distract. A, le- a girl scream? What's the timbre of the voice? Um, it's, um, you know, have you played uh, uh, Curse of the Necrodancer before? No, not yet. Okay. In that game, there's the guy who sells you stuff. He's like a little sales guy that has a table, and you find him once in a while, and he'll sell you things. And when you go in there, the music keeps going, but he starts singing like opera style. So I want this voice to be like, like that, just super loud right behind him. Okay. Then everyone hears, I can stop at any time. I can stop at any time, but yes. I know, but that's what they hear. That's they what they hear. Ye- yelling. Yeah. yeah. I want the okay. goal here is I want it to react to it. If it does, great. If it doesn't, fine. But that's my Okay. That's my turn. <laughs> this is a bit of a test because I think we win this fight no matter what, and I just want to see if this works. So my distraction move is that. And that's my okay. whole turn. That's that, it. That's it. That you don't want to use any other movement or action bonus action. I'll stay where I'm at and no, no All bonus right. action. It doesn't appear to have an immediate effect. It is now the skeleton's turn. The skeleton is startled. It seems like it sort of its bones sort of rattling. <laughs> I mean everyone's irritated by the sound of the bones rattle and it turns around and looks and swings 
at the sound behind it. Okay. That's the skeleton's turn. Sweet! <laughs> That's what I wanted. No one hurt nobody. He's just being distracted. All right. So during that round of combat, you have um, Varel hit it twice, hit, hit the bone bastard twice. You shot it twice. Stanley uh, fish mockered it, so no holes. So there's four four new orifices in the bone bastard. So in each of its two shoulder anus holes, plus the four holes you've opened up, the fingers come out, bony skeleton fingers, <laughs> and more skeletons <laughs> just crawl out. And so six more skeletons are given birth by the bone bastard. Uh, let's see. I just got to put them onto the map. All right. Uh, back to the right layer. All right. Here's more skeletons. As they all crawl out of them. So you hear as, the, as, as six skeletons just crawl out of this thing's flesh and they're covered in like pieces of like steak and like just like blood they just crawl and they're like and they all you know rush forward into the small passageway after you. Varel it is your turn. Alright. I will perform my bonus action flame burst, hitting Yay. the main boneman, uh, boneman, and all but the back two. You don't want to hit the back two, or you can't? Make I it can't. Uh, it's a range of ten aura. Okay, no worries. I'm marking their health now. Cool. So three damage to all of them, and mm -hmm. I will continue my assault on the big boy. The big boy. We'll make it reckless because you know I don't mind disadvantage if they attack me instead of my friends. A twenty-three. Oh, I missed his attack. Shit. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, he has disadvantage. I'm so I, I was also distracted by the minor illusion. <laughs> <laughs> worked on the DM. And a twenty for the second. Okay, those are both hits. So 30 damage total, fire damage to big boy. All right, 30 damage, fire uh, to fire damage total to the big... All right, so you, you pound him twice, putting two new burn holes in him as you fink, fink, sink in uh, the flame shield into its fleshy, giant body. It appears unfazed by the holes that you've put into it, and that has eight holes, and you, I've added your damage to its... or deducted it from its life total. Excellent. Anything else you'd like to do? Complete. All right. I'm going to get that attack in now while I can. It's with normal advantage. A normal attack. Uh, yeah, just a normal. The disadvantage versus the advantage or canceling. Each wow. Are you guys, I, mean, I rolled a five. I mean, it's not a hit. All right. Uh, Stanley, your turn. All right. Uh, worked so well before. Uh, why don't we do it again? There's a convenient new skeleton right where the last skeleton lived. We're going to smack him up a little bit with diplomacy. Uh, that's going to be a 20 not natural to hit. Okay. Uh, you've hit the skeleton. That's going to be uh, 10 points of damage to the skeleton. Okay. 
and uh, then we will vicious mockery the the dude again. We'll hit him with that. Okay, perfect. So um, you killed the uh, sorry, you, you damaged this. Oh no, you killed the skeleton, the one on the left again, right? Yeah, Did just the same the same spot where he was. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So it is done. He dies uh, again. Another pile of bones just rattles onto the ground as, as diplomacy unweaves its bones together and then does the magic that keeps it animated. And then you vicious mockery. So, uh, where is this stat block? It's a wisdom one. Yeah, wisdom sixteen. Failed again. I can't roll anything over a ten, guys. You guys are having a lucky day today. It's a um, good day to be in a dungeon. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yep, it That's, suffers the uh, damage again. Six psychic damage. Six psychic damage. Oh, jeez. All right. Perfect. Anything else? Nope. That's my turn. And when you insult it, it just goes, uh. <laughs> uh hope it's your turn. Okay. Earlier, you said that when we first looked in this place, the ground was covered in grease. The ground is greasy. Like a Greasy. dirt, you know, like, you know, thick dirt, something so dirty that you, you put your finger on it and wipe it across and it's like sticky, like tree gum, you know? Okay. So not necessarily something that would catch on fire. It's not actual oil on the ground. Okay. It's like the grease of wet dirt. Okay, cool. So noting the holes in the guy and how they spawn skeletons, I will use my two shots to aim at a skeleton next to Varel and then the one behind. Okay, Perfect. Okay, first one is a 16. Uh, sorry, the one behind you can't hit, but you mean the one behind the one next to him? Uh, the one next to Pharrell right okay, now. Okay, cool. Yeah, 16 is a hit. All right, perfect. And what kind of dart did you use? The Radiant. Okay, you get to roll your extra dice on this one. Nice. Oh, geez, this is going to blow him away. Okay, so... That's that. So it's a 2d8 piercing, 2d8 Radiant, is that right? Yeah, uh, 28 damage. Okay, so you pull out your gun, and, and Stanley, you just hear, pow, and next to your ear, and you see the bullet fly out. It hits the skeleton, and the skeleton just goes, pow. Oh, shit. I threw, my... <laughs> <laughs> I threw my pen across the room. Uh-oh. Uh, I got another one. I got to back up. Uh, you just see the skeleton just go, pow, just flies apart, and now you can take your second shot. Awesome, and then the one behind him, that's going to be a 15. Okay. It's a hit again. All right, perfect. So, 21 damage for that one. <laughs> same thing. You fire out a second shot, and the skeleton just goes, Pow! but at the same time, it lights on fire, and there's all these flaming bones that just hit the walls and dissolve it. Pow! And just dissolves into nothingness as you blow it away completely. And you still hear, your turn. All right. The first thing I do, the first thing I do is shut that off. I shut it off. It's off. It's off. I shut it off. <laughs> and I shut it off because technically it should have been shut off anyway because the minute they interact with it, they see it's a illusion and it goes away according to the thing. So so oh. it's so it it probably piped down a few seconds ago. 
in in combat time in our time. It's too bad. I was looking forward to doing that on each and every one of your turns of punishment <laughs> <laughs> and making you talk over it to me. Yeah, it was definitely not that. All right, um, I uh, will now do something that actually contributes to the to the fight and not experiment. I'm going to fire ray of frost at Ooh. the. Let's see. This is new. Yeah, it is new. I want to hit the main. Well, no, you've had it. It's a it's a cantrip. We've had it. Oh, jeez. No, I just got it. Like today when I made that switch around. Yeah, it's got... still new. Okay, I yeah. just thought it was a high level. It sounds no, high level. When I got rid of it's just a cantrip. When I got rid of my uh, Mold Earth two, <laughs> uh, I got I got that. All right, so Ray of Frost uh, at the big guy. I don't think his minions okay. are gonna do well against it. Um, it's a it says a frigid beam of blue white light streaks towards the creature. Correct. Within Make range. range. Spell attack. Yep. Uh, so here you go. That is a... That's no, not great. Whoops. 16. Okay, it's a hit. Okay, good. Um, Damage should be 2d8 because it's uh, you're at 8th level. Right. Wait. You get more damage. Oh, you're right. 2d8. Yeah, yeah, you're, so. right, you're right. You're right. Okay. 2d8s. Boom. Boom. Six total damage. Okay. And it moves 10 feet. Its speed is reduced by 10 feet. Correct. Okay. Perfect. So let me take six hit points off. Um, it doesn't open any new holes on it, but it just sort of, the light it goes out and little icicles start to appear on its face. And like like on its chest, there's like a, a, a bone. There's like a rib cage in the shoulder of its arm and little icicles start forming off the bones that are just protruding everywhere they shouldn't be. And he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he gives out a little sneeze. Oh, sweet. All right. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I'll just say cold. that was cold and then I'll relinquish my turn. All right. Perfect. The remaining <laughs> skeletons are like, ah, and they don't have any weapons. They just have their claws, and they just run up to Varel. Ah! They actually they run up and try and fill into the hole here. Ah! And the two near Varel are going to attack Varel with advantage. Okay. Uh, I guess I don't need it for that one. Uh, you take four points of piercing sla- slashing damage for the first attack. Cool. A uh, natural twenty. Sweet. Um, 12 points of damage for the second attack as from the back you just feel a raking on your scales <sighs> very injurious uh, the other two skeletons run down the hallway towards you guys and um, who uh, who's up in front it sounds like Stanley's up in front Ooh, if I'm in the hole do I get an attack of opportunity you do awesome <clears throat> I will take that attack it's an 11 um uh, Skeleton AC, what is you? Uh, you miss. Okay. All right, and the other two skeletons run uh, towards Stanley. Uh, Stanley, you're first up in line, or is it Hope? I, I, I would think it that was... it would be Nash, considering he's the one who opened the wall. But I yes, probably you're right. Okay. Within reachable range. I'm convinced Nash it is. I the skeletons Nash run towards you. Nash. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, and your AC is thirteen. 13. You 13. are hit. Great. You have more HP than me, Nash. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 
Uh, you take uh, nine points of damage, sli slashing damage. Nine. First hit, and the second skeleton runs towards you, swiping at your robes and misses. <sighs> so now you got two skeletons in your face. Sweet. In your F face, man. All right, and I think maybe just to make this a little easier, what I will do is I will change the height by a little bit. The height okay. of the dude? I didn't plan on you guys entering this map this way. Weird. Why didn't you account for that? I'm very, I'm very happy that you did. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't, so I just thought you should know. Um, all right, so let's do this. Here's your passage. Something like that. All right. So we'll put you here, Nash. We'll put Hope back here. Okay. Rail back here. At least we two can't skeletons. see that. We so can't see yeah anything below me. I can't see them. Oh, I uh, thank you. Fog of War reveal areas. Okay. There you go. There see we go. Now? Okay. There you go. All right. Perfect. Um, and it's now this bastard's turn. Uh, he will attack at you again, uh, Varel. Is it with disadvantage this time? Because you're recklessly attacking. Six and a four. That's not going to do it. Um, all right. So he swings at you again. This time you just grab the, the hand and just hold it and look at him. And he's like, Ugh. this is beast of no intelligence. He's like, Ugh. but it is now his eight holes give birth to eight more new skeletons. Oh, my Lord. It's a real skeletal problem going on. Skeletal streetal. We're screwed. Okay, here we go. Oh, what's this? Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight skeletons. Ah, 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 ah. All right. Uh, Varela, it is your turn. There is an army of skeletons <laughs> surrounding you, as well as this giant flesh creature. Flesh man. Mm. All right. Well, I'll flame burst. Okay. Uh, this is so three, much work now. Three you did it to yourself. <laughs> I did it to myself. Uh, three damage to everyone except for the back three. Oh, God. I marked all the back line. <laughs> Oops. I'm using roll 20 to mark. Okay, continue on. I got this. All right. Uh, and despite all this, I believe in my friends. And I will continue my relentless flaming hole attack on the big guy. <laughs> relentless flaming hole attack. Did you eat at Taco Bell? Huh? A 25. That's a good roll. And a 10. 25 and a 10 are both hits. Oh, damn. Okay. It's AC not very high, apparently. Well, yeah, it's, but, but it's it hit points. It seems to like getting hit. It's mm -hmm. a lot of hit points, it seems like. 34 points of fire damage. Okay, so that's two more attacks for 34 points of damage. Correct. 34, 34. That's 30, and then the remaining four is... Alright, you put two more holes into it. It just goes, uh, as you pound two more holes of flesh into a flame hole. And uh, it just goes, uh... Now, at this point, it's bleeding profusely, like a leaking balloon, of water balloon. Just It's just like... And it begins to show signs of its legs weaken. There's like less mass and a giant puddle of blood just 
oozes out underneath you. And it's like it's like a waterfall of, of charred blood. And it's also smoking. Steam comes out of it because its, its internals are hot. You see steam sort of billow out of its open wounds. Okay. Uh, anything nice. else you'd like to do with your turn? <laughs> That's it. Stanley? All right. Uh, sensing that maybe we're nearing the end of this creature's life and not wanting to add eight more skeletons to the board, I'm going to have diplomacy attack the creature. Okay. Which I acknowledge might add another skeleton to the board, but hey, we got to try it, right? And now has 10 holes. Uh, This is going to be uh, 22 to hit. It's a hit. It's probably good. Uh, Nine points of damage from diplomacy. Okay, describe where you make the killing blow. Oh. Ooh. Uh, all right. Uh, diplomacy is just going to shoot uh, straight through the head of the the being, and uh, then kind of circle back and maybe just punctures it multiple times. Fly throughs. Okay, it flies through it, and then it just, it's just like the sprinkler of blood, evil dead style. There's just blood shooting everywhere, and then it it shakes a little bit. And it explodes in an explosion of blood, and a giant mass of skeletons just fly from the inside of its body, filling the room before you. (laughs) Just made all the skeletons. And there's a giant pool of blood. The walls are covered entirely in blood. There's like a waterfall of blood on all the walls. And there is, uh, you don't know how many, it's kind of countless, but a large mass of skeletons have now exploded into the room everywhere. Uh, what would you like to do with the rest of your turn? Can you imagine how great this would be if we had a cleric in the group? Oh, uh, man. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, I guess uh, I will look at the nearest skeleton to Na- over by Nash. And I will just say, I find your attempts to defeat us humorous. And that'll be my vicious mockery on it. You're going to vicious mockery a skeleton? I don't have a whole lot I can do, Bo. This is what I do. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it with that tone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... There are limitations to a bard. This is what I have for my cantrip, unless I have my weapon in my hand. It's just because it's magical, it does work on a skeleton. Okay, let me see here. This one. It's a wisdom saving throw of 16? Yes. 19. It saves Ah, this time around. Well, that's. It just just looks at you and it's like. You know what? Honestly, it's fine. The amount of damage I rolled was really bad. It would have been two damage to it. So this is pretty much Uh, the same. Which one did you do it to out of all these? Uh, this one right by Nash. Okay, I'm marking two damage on it. Does it take damage? Oh no, it didn't take. It didn't take damage. It doesn't get anything. No, it's just. It's a complete whiff on a save. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. This is why I took Eldritch Blast, but then it was all I did, so I I got rid of it. All right. Well, Hope, uh, what's Hope up to? All right. uh, Hope sees that there's no way she wants to waste her bullets on these guys. So she's going to holster her gun. She's going to take out her horn and she's going to start going to stab the skeleton right in front of her. Okay. All right. First one is a uh, 21. 
It's a hit. All right, cool. I'm gonna do some major damage. It's gonna do five damage. Where does that leave us? All right, so you stab it and you sort of you, you go bink into one of the bones and it doesn't kill it. So she'll use her second attack. <laughs> she'll pull it out of the head and then she'll go for a spine. Uh, a little. I'll give a little hint. These are skeletons. They're weak to bludgeoning. You have a hand. <laughs> you have a arm mace. That's a good point. Okay. Well, we're too far into the dagger right now. Sure. It may change up next turn, but this is a fourteen. Yeah. All right, and we're doing some more major damage here with another five. All right, you go bink again, and it doesn't fall down. <laughs> it is like bink, bink again. <laughs> it just. It's just like it hits the bone, but it doesn't seem to really do anything. It's just like, dink, dink, and he takes the damage. But, yeah, he's still standing. He's like... Nash, it is your turn. Okay, I have a plan. You have a plan? Yep. This could be bad. I want to... Oh, Varel, where are you in there? Remember how Varel's resistant to fire? Yeah. And was like able to take a rocket to his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And live to tell the no, tale. No, you're 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 going down the path I'm heading down. Can I lob? Here's the question. I have a line of sight question, DM. Yep. Can I lob a fireball into the middle of something, or do I have to have direct line of sight of that spot? Uh, well, you definitely have to have a line of sight, but you're saying would they block it? And I think it's magical, uh, which means that that dude right there is who I'm aiming at. A bright streak flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range, then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flames. So, uh, no, you can pick, you can flavor it like you're throwing the ball, but you can also make the ball appear in the spot. So, no, it things are not blocked. There's you don't have to have a free line of sight in terms of trajectory okay you can't shoot it through you can't shoot it through a wall right well, by no. the way on the bat guano thing it also if you're going to do material components it's not only bat guano but you need some sulfur as well oh okay just point i need to get another pocket for that of... emailer yeah yeah next time we see some sulfur i'll i'll, I'll pack it in i mean you can um, go to your local chemist and pick it up i'm sure so here's my thinking i want to <laughs> I want to basketball shot my fireball and hit that guy I've marked on the map. Did you see me mark him? What, this guy here? Yeah. He's, okay. He's the man. I want to get him. Uh, and so I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do it like Jordan shot from downtown. I'm going to jump up in the air and toss that thing in there. Uh, just give me a moment here. Even though I'm just really making it appear there. But I want my friends to think I'm cool. <laughs> We already think he's cool. Oh. Uh, sorry, I was going to set dimensions. So that point you picked, we'll put it here. Um, can we adjust it a little? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hit your own teammates. You see it animating, by the way? Yeah, no, I see it yeah. just static. Beautiful. It's not animated for me. I'll turn that, your animations that, on, dude. They are on. I don't know why I don't see it. That seems pretty perfect. Yeah. That seems so, pretty good. Actually, that is well, pretty good. I mean, Varel's going to take okay. a hit. That's okay. So you go back. You're good. Or there you or whatever. There? Yeah, that's... Uh, the one where it just right. misses me. Yeah, that. Let me move it to the back. Hang on. There. You want to be exhausted. There, I can put it in the back now. Yeah, so that's hitting everybody. 
Even except these, the, except the one right next to you. Yeah, everybody, including these potato heads in the back, are getting hit. It's really <laughs> no, they're getting hit too. They're within range. Yeah, it's just this guy not getting hit. Yeah. All right, do it. Oh, that one took ten points of damage already from Hope's uh, stabby stabby. Yeah. Okay, roll your damage dice, please. I will. Right now. I love how excited Kyle gets every time Varel's gonna take one for the team. Like it's it's such he's just like, yeah, light me on fire. I think eventually <laughs> I think Kyle's character eventually becomes immune to fire, actually. Oh I'm really? Mistaken. Oh wow. Yeah. I oh, so, so we're character building. I forgot exactly. my damage on this. Hold on a second. Where is it? How many D eight D wait, wait, wait. One D six so what you cast it at the third level? Or what level? Yeah, third level. That? Doing third level. Okay, so eight d six. Plus, wait, I get more though. There's, there's no only if you cast it with a higher level spell slot. Oh, okay, that's fine. I mean, eight d six is ample. No, it's really ample, good. I'm just wanted, I just didn't want to short myself. Five and six. Okay, that would be a total of twenty one points of damage spread. Okay, so twenty one. Cut in half is 10.5, so rounded down is 10 damage. So there's a possibility it doesn't kill them. All right. Uh, what's the saving throw? Uh, saving throw on that uh, is dex 15. Dex 15. All right. And now these skeletons, what dex modifier do they have? Okay. okay. Or no. Yeah, okay. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Everyone ready? Roll that shit. All right. Wow. All right. I'm going to delete the ones that instantly get blown up. Deja vu. <laughs> yeah. Too soon. Not since yeah. our room full of lizards have we uh, run into quite this scenario. Sorry, I'm going to be rolling five d20s at a time because there are literally like 40 skeletons in the room. Yeah, there's a lot. All right. Kill, kill, kill. Save, save. Kill, 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 save, save. Sounds like an Kim. anime. It's an anime name. You guys gotta check out yeah, this anime. It's called Kill, Save, Save, Kill, Kill, Save. <laughs> no, no, no. Kill, Kill is great. You should watch Kill, Kill. Oh, yeah. I heard, that, that's, what, that's why it reminded me of that. Yeah, that's true. I wrote that name. Oh, wait. I should have left two here. Oopsies. Sorry. It's, uh, oh, well. I mean, I know I can careful spell Varel, but I think Varel likes having this wash of fire on <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I don't think that's a good enough excuse for you to ignore your abilities. <laughs> no, I know I can use it. I just... Varel's like going, ah, like it's a hot bath, man. He's into it. What are you saving it for, then? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, if you guys you upgrade if, your spells with, right? Yeah, if you guys were, yeah. and I can do careful spells, and you know, I can make it so you guys don't get hurt. Like if this, if this ball would have been larger and would have covered us, I would have totally done that. But in Varel's case, we know he can take it. At least we hope he can take it. That's awesome. That's okay, logic. I He's think. not gonna take it. All right, so um, uh, I'll be there in just another second. Sorry, so everyone else takes ten damage. So I'm just marking it on the characters that I have in the table here so that I can keep track of what's going. Oh, that one dies because he's only got 10 left. Cool. Oh, same with that one. Cool. That means this one, this one, this one all die too. Cool. Can I keep saying cool like that? And you guys cool, cool with it? 
It's pretty Ooh, cool yeah. what you're doing. For a, a fireball, that's a lot of cool time. Yeah. Okay, so you've <laughs> killed about 20 skeletons or more. There. Okay, so you the fireball, you you, ba- you basketball it like off the ceiling or off the ground? Just is it a... I'm just shooting it. I'm just going. I'm not like bouncing oh, it just first. Like, I'm just going. All right. Just tossing so it. So you, you, you go and lob the ball, and then it lands in the middle of me. You hear kaboom! By the way, Varel, you need to roll your saving throw. Roll save. Kaboom! Next thirty fifteen. What? I got a fifteen actually. Ooh. That's a safe. Cool. So you take half damage, ten. And then whatever fire resistance you have, I imagine. Right. I take five. As it, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, um, it's like a tickle to Varel. So the, the flame is so intense and so effective against the skeletons that they all just... just a big flash, and it just annihilates most of them. Once the flash of fire and light is gone, there's five rickety-looking skeletons charred completely black left over in front of you. And just a pile of bones and blood and flesh all before you. Nice. Nice job, Nash. Thank you. All right. Anything else you want to do with your turn? Just uh, this. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Good. You covered it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the skeletons you're you're stabbing, Hope. Uh, he, he takes skeletons. He looks. He's like. <laughs> he shakes around and then he swipes at you with both of his claws. Uh, is a sixteen a hit? No. All right. So the claws just sink into your armor. The one next to you, Varel, swipes at you with both claws. It's a 20. Sweet. I don't have to ask you your EC. I just get damage. All right, for 12 points of damage. All right. All right. And now this this charred blackened skeleton. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you can, they can all make it towards you. They all run you up are, towards you. What? Pre, you're not pre-reducing your damage for me, right? No. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're they're minion level dudes, right? The big guy's dead. Um, but there are three more attacks incoming to you from the three skeletons, the charred blackened skeletons who charge you. Uh, let's have a look here, see if these are hits. Hits or not. Yeah, they're hits. All right, you hit two more times by two of the skeletons raking at you with their slashing damage. Uh, one is for six points of damage. The other is four or five points of damage. And they're slashing, so you can reduce them if, if necessary. Okay. The big dude's dead, so Varel, it's your turn. Cool. I will flame burst all skeletons. Okay. Uh, yep, they all die. You do a flame burst <laughs> and explode all remaining six skeletons around you into piles of fiery blackened bone. Nice. Now the room is filled with the smell of smoke and blood and grease and dirt. All right, I uh, there's stairs to our left. Yes. Do they? Go open, up? It opens up into a room. There's a there's a elevated floor where you're on, but then it lowers down. There's also a part of the floor that's broken. These stairs go down. No, they don't go down to a different map. They go down to that level. You okay. might not be able to see if there's a bit oh, of Oh, they go up so then. it's kind of like a stage? It's like a stage. It's a riser. And he's talking about these stairs. Oh, oh. Those, that's yeah, a, that's right. Yeah, those, those are you stairs go, at all. Oh. Okay. Yeah, those are gotcha. stairs, but you go... Oh. Do, 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 do. Otherwise, this is the, here to here is like a jump. Oh, five foot. 
jump Got it. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. It's hard to see because of the... If you zoom in a bit, you can see the darkened little line that's there. Oh, I see. Gotcha. All right, well, yeah. while my rage is still going, I'm going to charge down the stairs here, over to here, and, and slam against the wall, you know, stealthy style, and take Steel a look this way. Style. Okay, let me reveal I am assuming that our beautiful song summoned friends. Yeah, so about that. That was not a stealthy thing to do, Nash. Oh, shit. By the way, I'm just, just for the right. record and for those listening who who want to know what this is, what I'm talking about, I want to play just a taste of it. This is what this guy sounds like. Hold on. You gotta get him going. Okay, here we go. Come on, come on, come on. Here we go. He's the best. The best, <laughs> the best random singing NPC in the history of video games. That guy right there. Anyway, sorry. What did I do? Who, I, who did I wake up? Because we sealed the tunnel. Uh, no, nothing yet. I'm just saying the noises you guys made were quite loud. It's possible the vibrations and sound traveled somewhere. But you have no hint that that's the case, uh, if it's even true right now. Okay. Rel's run up, though, and he's you're beginning to explore around. Yeah, I stop here, looking around the corner, uh, making sure the area is clear while I still got rage going. If I need to throw a shield to maintain, otherwise the rage dissipates. So, kind of a okay. role play explanation, but also gotcha, gotcha. Want to maintain so that rage? You have a look, you have a look around the room. You notice that there are several exits over into side rooms. Um, in the center of the room, there's a, a lowered floor where these larger stairs run down. And there does appear to be a passage that leads north. Uh, that doesn't. You're not quite sure where it leads to. Can't see. You'll see. There's one, uh, like an entrance here, an entrance here. Two, three, four. There's like these little entrances all around to little rooms. Hmm. Loot. Are they all blocked off by like a door, or just no, no. They're just little openings. You just can't They're see into them. Little openings that you haven't looked into yet. Okay. All right. I come out. I get the diplomacy back to me, and uh, kind of stay up behind Pharrell. Let him leave. Okay. I should check the rooms and be ready to lock them off if someone comes. It's a good idea. We can clear this entire place. And lock every door we come across. Agreed. There might be cool stuff here, too. Uh, I will uh, take a moment and give uh, Varel a healing word. And give him see, 1d4 plus 5 HP back. Because he got a little skeleton beat up. Uh, so that is going to be uh, seven hit points restored. Sweet. I'm at 75. All right. I can go around kicking open doors, or at least sticking my head in them if everyone's yeah. kind of uh, artillery there's, there's behind no, me. Yeah, there's no doors in any of the entranceways, so that's... You can just sort of poke your head in. If you just give me a moment, sorry. I'm 
doing a thing here. I will get back to you in just a second. Okay. Again, things are not quite going as I anticipated. Not a bad thing, by the way. Just don't read too deeply into it. <laughs> there's nothing, to, there's no man behind the curtain. Alright. Okay. Um, so you want to explore the rooms around. Okay, is there any different, uh, is there any approach, anything specific I need to know? Is like a note or something? Yeah, I think best plan would be if uh, I'll kind of stick my head around the corner and everyone else be ready to artillery if something were to be in there and grab me or whatever. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Alright. Okay, so let's reveal some of these areas. Uh, as you explore around the rooms, um, you see that this place is old. There's no furnishings or anything of that kind. This looks like the basement of a human-made keep. Um, some castle from long ago. I don't know if any of you are familiar with ancient earth history or not, but it really just looks like a bunch of old rooms made of stone that have not been used in millennia. Uh, where's my reveal? There it is. Okay, so you begin clearing out the rooms and taking a look, and you just see, uh, you know, little rooms all around. In this room, you notice that there's an additional exit in the back. You notice that there's a longer hall in that lowered area, and the other rooms along the side uh, really just have nothing in them but, but bricks and grease. Crap. And then there's sort of a trench-like hallway down the middle. Yeah, there's a trench-like hallway down the middle. Like if you like, in the, so if you picture the main room having these stairs, they lower to the lowest point, and then there is a long hallway, of five feet wide, leading down to the other end. And you can you can actually see quite clearly down this hall, like this style here. Hmm. Cool. Do these doorways count as... Is Squeeze a 5th edition mechanic where we take reduced AC and stuff going through small holes? I've, I've never heard of Squeeze. You can use things as cover to increase your AC, so half cover would be plus 2, 3 quarters would be plus 5, and total cover would be your can't be hit by anything line of sight. So I, I know they look, they look small on the map, but this, uh, it's a door. It's a regular sized doorway. There's... If it looks unusual to your eye, just note that these are just doorways that are average size for a humanoid to fit through. Okay, so uh, a squeeze is when you enter through a hole that's too small for you, and you have to bend or turn sideways or what have you, and mm -hmm. you end up giving advantage to any attacker that might be on the other side. Oh, I haven't heard of that, but that makes sense. Okay. We don't have to squeeze, though. You don't have to squeeze through them. The, the doors okay. are the size for humanoids. Yeah. Cool, cool. Also, just, your, your avatars are very oh, large. Wasn't there yeah. a band called? There was a band called Squeeze. Just throwing that out there. I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> I just out of memory of Squeeze. Nash's random thought while you guys are exploring. <laughs> <laughs> we had a band we listened to in the solar mines. Kind of nineties has-beens. We could check the side rooms and then create a peephole or something. To check in the big room, yeah? You don't have to go down that hallway? 
I'm inclined to agree. I think it's better to explore the high ground first than the low. It's I agree. To drop down if we have to, than to climb back up. Agreed. Let's go. So I will lead us down through these side rooms here, avoiding the main hallway. And when we reach what would be what we can see the end of the hallway, we're going to make some sort of peephole. Okay, sorry. When you say peephole, where do you want? Uh, where exactly? Like you want to peer down the, the doorway here, like there. Well, here I'm assuming I'm going to look around this corner. But when we reach the point where this hallway ends, mm -hmm. if there's a solid wall here, we're going to create a peephole and view the greater room beyond. Right. So you, all right. So you. As you go to peer down it, you get a view of what's inside. So I'm going to show that to you. Um, the, the door, the hallways uh, open up into. Okay, hang on, they open up into what appears to be more rooms that also exit in a similar area to the base thing. So there's a hybrid way to go and a, the mm. go. do that here. And that's what you can see from here. So you can see down to the end, you see that there's a, there's a room there. Now, when you go to listen and check, your keen sense of hearing is you hear footsteps and the sound of movement coming from the room beyond. Uh, short footsteps, uh, humanoid, not a large creature like what you just faced, and a fair number of them. Okay. I will use my prismatic scales match my skin to the wall. Uh, remember that it's dark down here, and that you can't see clearly five feet Oh, out. right. There's I no can't. light sources, so a lot of what you're looking at, you're relying on Hope or Stanley to provide information for. But you hear gotcha. the footsteps. All the party hears the footsteps. Okay, I'll, I'll report back to the main party then. Uh, pass on the prismatic scales business. And say I heard footsteps. But I cannot see. Is there any way could we could lure them in? Mm. I don't know, Nash, you want to make something yell really loud again? Well, here's the great thing, Stanley. It doesn't have to yell. It can whisper. It can make just small sounds like <laughs> a mouse or yeah. anything we want. So if we're looking for just an average distraction, it doesn't have to be a loud singing guy this time. It can be anything we want. Point definitely missed. <laughs> well, you have or ignored. I get it. I get his point. Just fine. Yeah. 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 Trolling. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't troll respond. Never mind. <laughs> we can construct a gauntlet here. Draw them our way. Create new areas to aim at them through. Yeah. Either way, we need to assess what our enemy is so we can attract it. If it be a mind-controlled lizard folk or one of the cultists that we were warned of, each would be attracted to a different sound, I'm sure. Can either of the Farsiders see any further in than we can? Or does that put them in danger? I mean, if they're... 
if we're dealing with lizard folk, they're at the same disadvantages as far as sight goes as we are. Mm, Maybe that's, that's something point. we can use to our advantage. I could try and peek around the corner to see. Wouldn't hurt. If their vision is limited, then hers extends past theirs. Maybe there's something to be learned. I just don't want anyone to be at risk. All right. So Hope, are you sneaking up ahead? Yes, I will do a stealth. Give me a stealth roll as you quietly move along the wall up the passage. Awesome. 17. Okay, thank you. Uh, you move to see what's ahead, so move to the top of that second room there. Uh, okay. Let me see what I have in the sheet for a second. I have to interpret the results of your roll. Okay, you quietly move up move over to the side and try to peer around to see what you can see and immediately as you move up you see a flash of like light from some light source and then it goes dim as you peer around the corner I will reveal what you can see just in a second here okay uh, you sort of peer and look to the right uh, so as to not be seen and, and you it opens up this area here Okay, so let's just open that up. So it opens up this area, and you spot in the corner a glint of a lizard folk hiding just in the corner, uh, looking also like you around the corner holding a rifle, stay, lying in wait for you, for something to appear, most likely. It, it's unmoving. It's just kind of up against the wall. You see, like, the, you basically just see its snout and the tip of its gun from around the corner but you definitely know that it's there. All right, cool. I will silently head back. And the footsteps have stopped at this point, and it's just stillness. It's a lizard folk. He's waiting for us or something to come out of the hallway. He might be from up above. Did you identify his weapon? Uh, a rifle, it looked like. Well, we know they are on alert. But we seem to have the upper hand at the moment. Could we dig around behind him? Yeah. <laughs> I can dig a hole anywhere you need it, my queen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's it for this week, folks. Red time. That's a good a place as any to end it. That's right. It looks and he's like, I can dig a hole wherever you want, my queen. <laughs> I love that as an ending. Unless you guys want to keep playing, we can go for longer. I, I know no, Matt, that's all Matt. good. I gotta my wife my wife's home and I gotta go help her, but I love the way I love how that ended. That was too good. Oh my gosh. Uh well done, everybody. Uh ugh, this place is freaky and we got a lot to do to figure out where we're going so we'll do that next week and you've just scratched the surface yep. of Caravalon yep uh, it sounds like we have listen here's the deal if you like this show 
I got some good news for you because there's a way to support it now. Remember earlier in the show I said check us out later in the show? Well, now I'm doing it. If you want to become a pod person that's a patron of Dungeons, you can go on over to our little homemade uh, support page. It's all internal. It's stuff we did. We're not using some external thing. It's just us. So uh, reward that hard work and the show you love by heading on over to therewillbedungeons.com. Click on the support link and boom, you're in. Uh, we'd love to have you amongst uh, the few, the many, and the great. I don't know what any of that meant, but I'll tell you what. You get some cool stuff in the mail. You can get all kinds of levels that work for you. Lots of digital rewards. You get a bonus show every month that nobody else gets for a whole week. Lots to do, so go check it out. That's at therewillbedungeons.com. I think that's it. Any, uh, Bo, any final parting DM words of wisdom before we go this week? Just just uh, beware of the frigid fingers of failure. Jeez. All right. The frigid fingers of failure always out to get you. Uh, I think always that's going to... Gonna... <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, it's been uh, a pleasure to hang out with you guys today and to have all you here live, everybody at home listening. Thank you for uh, listening to the show. We hope you enjoy it. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode. Until then, therewillbedungeons.com has everything you need. And if you're trying to contact us or get an email on the air, that's the way to do it as well. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, for Kristen, and for Kyle. We will be back next week, and we'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.